spooky month and we are playing mothership tonight i am christian i am your warden that's what you get to be called when you're running mothership and uh what is mothership well it is an awesome sci-fi game that is very much an old school role-playing game uh in that it's pretty easy on the rules the rule book right now is like 45 pages uh i've read most of that uh none of us have played this game so we're going to kind of be learning it as we go uh so we might have some moments we have to look some stuff up uh, so hopefully you're patient with us. Uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun. Typical disclaimer, this is a horror game. We are all over the age of 21. I curse a lot, uh, personally. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. this, this, game, yeah. you know, this game will contain some elements that might be spooky for people. Uh, in particular, um, some body horror. Uh, so if that's something that you're really sensitive about, probably not for you tonight. Uh, so with that... Why don't we learn about the people we have on our crew? A quick, quick rundown of what we're doing tonight. Uh, the people around me here, uh, Troy is not going to appear on camera tonight because he's shy. Because uh, I'm a but... little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can't get his camera to work. So it's, you know, whatever. Uh, but right, I'm a Marine, uh, though, in this game. So that. that yeah, tell, tell us who you're playing, Troy. And I'll, I'll tell uh, kind of the overview in a minute. But why doesn't everybody introduce the char characters first? Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. So uh, I guess I will start us off. My character's name is Rin McQuiblets. Uh, shout out to my buddy, Mike Lafredo. Uh, that was one of his character's names in one of the first D&D games he ever played. So that was uh, that was oh. where the inspiration came for that. But uh concept behind my character think uh cowboy samurai space marine that is kind of what i am going with so he is uh he lives by the code of uh bushido which is basically uh the code of the samurai uh, except the last one that says like um like moderation and like being kind of like smart we, we just crossed that one out and then we put like cowboy so <laughs> Uh, you know, he's not perfect. No modified perfect. code. <laughs> yeah. So he's a cowboy space cowboy space samurai. Yeah. So he's got he's got you know a submachine gun. He's got a bunch of frag grenades. Cool heads up display. This really cool like uh like body armor stuff. And then he also has we did a little flavor text here. Uh, they have a basically a um, machete in this game that is like it like vibrates with like energy. And uh, we just swap that out for a samurai that does the same thing. So that is, uh, I'm sorry, a uh, katana that does the same thing. So, just hell yeah, so I have one of those. A whole samurai. Whole samurai. samurai. <laughs> you just whip this guy out of your bag and start hitting people with him. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past any of Troy's characters to do that, though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, I think that's kind of a Rin McQuiblets in a nutshell. Oh. Important thing to note, he, uh, in a previous mission that he did with the rest of his, um, the rest of his squadron, I guess, he had three other members of his team that were all Marines, and he accidentally blew all of them up while trying to defuse a bomb. He also blew himself up, obviously. 
So he has um, uh, one of his hands is uh, like an Android hand. Uh, and then his arm is an Android arm. So one, his other arm. So he has two prosthetic hands and he has one prosthetic arm and they're like high tech Android arms. We're just getting closer and closer to like Cowboy Bebop, Firefly, Warhammer 40k mashup yep. here. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Amber, tell us about Captain Sydney. Right. I am playing Captain Sydney Daniels. She is a starship pilot. Um, she's prior service in the military, but uh, she got out and... Um, Kind of what helps her with some of the difficult things that she experienced there is just staying on the move all the time. So she's been just living the freelance life, um, taking different crews on different missions to different places um, as a way to just keep moving. And uh, she does what she can to ensure the success of each mission. She takes her job and her professionalism very seriously. Um, And we will see if she has met her match with this new crew. (laughs) (laughs) And Sarah, tell us about Tuesday. I am playing Dr. Tuesday Hendricks. They are a fresh out of their PhD program, uh, xenobiologist with just the brightest pink braid mohawk you can imagine. Uh, They've always got either their headphones on or in their pockets, just listening to some sort of very loud music that's definitely not good for their ears. Uh, And they are way more interested in studying aliens than they ever have been in people. A, I was like, I'm going to trust that kid. Sarah took medicine of some kind, but maybe not. No, <laughs> I'm a doctor, but not that kind of doctor. <laughs> and Jess, your last, last but not least. Uh, yeah, last but not least. I am playing Dr. Princess Moonstone. Um, I also do not like people. Um, I am a uh, scientist, geologist type of person. I, I like planetary terrain, uh, botany, think that sort of thing, studying soil, uh, minerals, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So that's- I hope Rainy watches this as we're bullshitting like geology He's in chat. And so, so yeah. So my disclaimer is that when I wrote this, uh, I was mediocre at best at high school science. Uh, and that was an English major, so I don't know any of this shit. I just made it up. So I'm going to cite it as if it's hard scientific fact, and I'm sure I'm fucking wrong. So there you go. <laughs> Wait, Rainy will tell us all the ways we're wrong no, about will. rock and soil stuff. I'm actually, but yeah. Rainy's going to be with us in spirit. So we are, uh, the premise is this. It is October 1st, 2990. Y'all are on a ship uh, that Captain Sydney's the captain of. You never gave me a name of the ship. So do well, we have a name of the ship? No, no, no. Rainy's Rainy's actually. Robot. Yes, uh, Rainy's your, be, your, The ship's name is the Aries Dare. Aries Dare. All right, sweet. Ooh, I like that. Hell yeah. Well, write that down right now. We made you so captain. Yeah. We I did. made me captain. Oh, yeah, huh? <laughs> With my bare blood covered. <laughs> so we got so we've got uh the Aries Dare, which is been charter for a scientific experiment by the University of Tau Ceti. Uh, and we have the two, two good doctors uh, are being taken out to this very remote part of space uh, where there's a, a system called Casio 24, uh, which is a star system where the stars become a red giant, which means that it's, it's, it's past its, you know, normal fusion is going, it's going to be dying in the next, you know, very long time by our time frame, but short time on an astrological time frame. Uh, but 
long distance scans and some survey vessels that have gone through here in the past have detected that, hey, there's a planet in this system that at some point in time might have held life. Uh, so having a, a geologist and a xenobiologist, this is a little university expedition to go and see, hey, what happened to this planet? What happened to the life on it after the star went red giant? It's probably not there anymore, but can we preserve some of this like biological record uh, before the thing just completely gets nuked? What could possibly go wrong? And also on that ship, we have, a, we have Rainy, the android, uh, who is responsible for keeping everybody alive while the ship jumps through hyperspace. Because part of the mothership war, which is very, very cool, uh, is that normal people typically do not want to stay awake while the ship is in hyperspace because they see strange things and go crazy. Uh, and it's not always that healthy, even for androids. No, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. And there's also, there's, also an extra, there's also an extra crew member who's there as backup uh, by the name of Rosa, who's, who's a teamster. Uh, who's a replacement for one of these people in case they die. Uh, Final okay. girl, Rosa. <laughs> Rosa, 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 Rosa. Her name is Rosa Becca. We actually, we made Rainy an, an acronym, right? It's a... Uh, yeah, Ra Rainy standard for uh, robotic... Oh, shit. What was it? Hold on. My expeditionary <laughs> Robotic Expeditionary entity. Navigation Entity. Rainy. Yes. Yes. I like it. <laughs> Fantastic. I wanted one of those E's to be expendable, but I guess not. <laughs> so let's start off with this. So you, it's October 1st, 2990. Um, who wants to go first and describe a good dream their character might have had or is having? Mm, Nobody wants to volunteer at first. Huh? I mean, I was raising my hand. You didn't see it. Go for it, Rainy. What's one of Rin's really, really good, really good dreams? So have you, I'm sure you guys have seen the movie Gladiator before, yep. a like legendary movie, right? Yeah. And you'll remember that there are moments in that movie where um, he has, the character uh, Russell Crowe plays, has um, flashbacks to the mm -hmm. time, like to these beautiful moments with like his wife and his kids. And he'll be like in this field of like lilies and like flashback. And then yep. he's in like this you know, this uh, tall, like wheat, wheat field with his Walking through the wheat know, field. kids yep. are laughing and stuff like that. Um, so I picture it from like a cinematic standpoint to be very similar to that. Um, except uh, instead of like my family being there, uh, it's me like walking the grounds of the monastery that I trained in. Um, and it's before I enlisted in the Marine Corps, uh, back when life was much simpler, back when the only thing that I had to worry about was honing my body and my mind um, and, you know, focusing on the way of uh, Bushido basically. Um, and yeah, and that is, that is my memory. Um, that is my sweet dream um, that I wake up to. And yeah. Beautiful. Any, anyone else have one or everyone want to tap out on that? Yeah, no, I've got one. Yeah. All right. Um, so the sort of a pleasant dream that Sydney finds herself having and cryo or whatever stasis they happen to be in is um it's just a dream back of her childhood she kind of grew up on a sort of rural backwoods planet and there were a lot of uh, tall redwood like trees she grew up almost in a redwood forest um neighbors were few and far between but her closest neighbor um also had a daughter about her age named clark she was her best friend they actually ended up enlisting together clark did not come back though um so she's having a dream of going through the walking through the redwood forest 
uh, with Clark toward the sort of tree fort that they had built in the woods where they spent a lot of their time together uh, to kind of get away from the more difficult struggles of living a rural, um, poor life and uh, just laughing together um, and talking and having that feeling that time is not being tracked and the days are long and you have time. Um, And it's just really pleasant. Nice. And wistful. And, and were you enlisted in the Navy, Air Force, uh, what what branch? Whatever space branch does a lot of piloting. Space Force. Space Force. <laughs> space Force, yeah. She did, she did more um, of the technical jobs. She uh, does engineering and uh, piloting. And so more of that than on the ground shock trooping sort of thing. Cool. Tuesday, Princess. Got anything? Uh, yeah, Doctor Doctor Moonstone is a, a total nerd. So uh, she is just um, having this pleasant dream about uh, just about the future ahead and just imagining what kind of planet that she might find. She's kind of in a huge excavation site. There's all these different minerals that she's kind of dissolving and breaking down, and she imagines and dreams about finding um, just a an unidentified, unseen Natural before. Compound that uh, just makes her famous, can build all sorts of amalgams and things like that with. Uh, and she's just at an evacuation site, kind of just excavating more and more different types of stones. Dr. Princess is, is Dr. Princess. I like that actually. Dr. Moonstone is, is ambitious. Then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. What about Dr. Hendricks? Yeah. In a surprisingly kind of chill dream for Tuesday, they are on their own floating in space, but they've got like a jetpack with endless energy and in their helmet, they've got their tunes and they're just floating through space, kind of looking at the world around them. And unlike the real world, uh, there's nothing scary out there. They're just enjoying the feeling of flying through a world, kind of being in their own element and kind of just, just flowing. Nice. Okay, so you're all having this, these wonderful dreams and you know when you're dreaming and it's just getting to the point where it's like it's really, really good and then you wake up and that's what happens to you. So you all, you all come to and you're floating in this tank and it's a very warm liquid, a very an orange warm liquid that you're floating in and you've got tubes over your mouth and everything and you come to uh, and you see on the other side of the kind of the, the tank you're actually in, you see uh, the android, which is... Uh, I'm not going to pick on Rainy and say it actually looks like him, uh, but I'm going to say it looks like it looks like an Android version of like Ned. Android. <laughs> I'm going to drag him that hard. It looks like Ned Flanders, basically, only without the muscle. Uh, so you're going to drag Rainy by calling yeah. him Ned Flanders. <laughs> like, right, I'm it's Rainy, Rainy, but he okay. looks like Ned Flanders. It's Rainy, but it looks like Ned Flanders. Is he super jacked like Ned Flanders? Just like no, ripped everywhere. <laughs> we don't know yet. He's, got, he's dressed in a jumpsuit, so maybe that might come to that might come. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but you come to and you're like you're all like oh shit yeah i was in space uh and the fluid just kind of drains out and you're, you're wearing a bathing suit and the, the tank opens and you step out and, and the air in the ship is you know it's air conditioned to that that temperature that's not quite warm but not quite cold so you're kind of a little chilly especially if you're wet because you've been in this tank for god knows how long while the ship has been in hyperspace and uh rainy's like hi we've arrived <laughs> Mm-hmm. So the rest of the we're on the outtakes we're on the outtakes <laughs> of the system now guys why don't you uh get ready and i'll meet you on the bridge prepare a status report for the ship certainly do you require anything else 
uh, accounting of our supplies, fuel. I will have that. And he just kind of walks away. Hey, uh, Rainy. Stops, turns around. Yes. I'll take a uh, cup of tea if you've got it. We do. You betterly deadly. And he goes, just, just. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Oh shit. It's gonna end up turning on us. Right, I kind of start I... stretching my body. Go hit the hygiene chamber, get the goo off. <laughs> yeah, you shower and um, you know, they have one of those like showers that blast you from all sides. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh it's you get, a car you know, wash, but for like a, a person. Car wash for people. That's just what I was gonna say. And and you get your, your you can get your jumpsuits on and such. Uh, and unless anyone else has anything they want to do, uh, you can go to the ship's bridge. Yep, meet at the bridge. Okay. So you meet at the bridge, uh, and you can see, you know, not too far in the distance, so you can see it on the view screen. You see Cassio 24, the Red Giant, uh, and you can see um, some readouts of the system that you're in. Uh, so if you want to take a look at some of that stuff, you can. Uh, or you can, your cup of tea is waiting for you, Rin. Uh, there's food in the galley if you guys want anything in particular. Pretty much it can be made for you. Uh, so what do you guys want to do? Yeah, if there's any kind of preliminary data on um, the planets around us or kind of the, the stuff that's in the outer system that we're so in. there's some preliminary data that you have for the system uh but you could also run a long-range sensor scan if you wanted to with the ship captain uh yeah feel free to use the sensors i'm just gonna go through these reports here make sure the ship did not encounter any um mechanical errors or uh impacts along the way <laughs> make sure ship is in top order okay uh, so we'll start with you, Captain. So you go through that, and uh, it's very, very common to do kind of like a debrief with the android uh, during that, you know, after you come out of hyperspace. Uh, so all the systems look fine. Uh, but when you, you know, kind of kind of try to debrief with Rainy, he's just like, uh, you know, it's funny. I uh, don't remember anything. What? Do <laughs> <laughs> uh... Do you have a manual backup anywhere? <laughs> it might be that that system failed, but I have no recollection of time that elapsed while we were in hyperspace. All of hyperspace. What's the last? What's the last uh, timestamp that you logged? <laughs> September tenth, twenty nine ninety, leaving Cal City. That's 20 days of data gone. Is there something wrong? I have. You can give me uh, what skills do you have? Some kind. Of, I have my closest skill to robotics and artificial intelligence is engineering. Okay. So I have engineering. I also have mechanical repair. Uh, if I can check out the Android and see if there is any. Um, obvious thing that may have caused this. Sure. I would say for, before you do that roll intellect plus your engineering would be, um, so you add the engineering is uh, uh, trained skill, right? So that you add uh, expert skill. Expert skill. All right. So add yeah, 15, 15. To your, 15 to your intellect. All right. Then, uh, 60. Roll under. 28. So in this game, guys, while you're, for those of us watching at home, uh, you roll 2D, 2D10 percentile dice uh, and you're trying to roll under that number. So get 28? Yep. Okay. All right. So you're successful. Uh, nothing is um, nothing is off with him. 
Uh, it has been known to occur. You know this because you've been out spacing for a while uh, that weird things do happen when you go into hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once in a while, it just happens that, you know what? There's yeah, Android blanks. Yeah. Typically it is, it's the super, you know, cause seafaring people and spacefaring people are superstitious. That's considered bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. This is a, not a great way to start the mission, but if the ship and everything, all of the important systems look like they are fine. We can proceed, I think. That's not ideal, but. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, Dr. Moonstone. Uh, so this is what's generally known about the system. Uh, Cassio 24, it's a red giant star. Uh, there are three remaining planets uh, and there are two are gas giants. Uh, so you got Cassio 24A, Cassio 24B and Cassio 24C. Uh, B and C are gas giants. Uh, they each have some moons. Uh, nothing particularly, you know, of note. Uh, the planet you are here to to study is Cassio 24A. That is a terrestrial Earth-like planet, or at least it was one at some point in time. Uh, and it also has two small uh, two small satellites, like kind of like asteroid size, not like a moon like we have, but smaller, mm-hmm. right? Uh, definitely rich in minerals, so that should interest you. Yeah. Uh, mining companies might be very interested in that, or could have already been interested in it. You don't know. Uh, the last time that to your knowledge, anything was through here was 300 years ago, a survey ship went through and just kind of logged the system and moved on. Uh, so that's just what you generally know. Uh, if you want to run a sensor scan on the system, yeah, uh, you would... can do a, a scan now of what we can learn before landing. Yep. Yeah, because you're you're on the outer edge of the system. It would probably keep you, uh, take you up to a day to get to the planet still anyway, or a standard day, 24 hours. So, oh, but uh, if you want to run, if you have computer, uh, that would be the score to roll. Uh, if you don't have it, you can just roll intellect uh, and see how you do on your sensor scan. Would it be Would it be me who's doing it, or um, if you don't have computers, I do. Uh, yeah, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I know nothing about ships. I don't care about the ship. I just want to study. You just my want rocks. to get there. I want to study my rocks, or if we can, like, you know, grab any rocks in space, like you know, that's okay too. <laughs> Asteroids and stuff, they must have different types of materials on them too. Mm-hmm. Asteroid mining yeah. is like a skill. <laughs> it is, yeah. Armageddon. They just took like all space movies and yeah, they were like, everything make just that got squished together. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. I, I got under my intellect plus computers is 58. I rolled a 43. Cool. All right. So uh, these are the things that you you determine. Um, you detect the planets. Uh, you can definitely tell that, you know, what I already said, it's a terrestrial planet. The interesting thing that comes up in doing that uh, while you're doing that Tuesday is you detect a metal object in orbit over Cassio 24A. And it is consistent with the size and the reading of a ship, but you're not picking up any sort of power signals or anything from it at the moment. Would I have heard of anything like this before where like maybe um, if a metal object is in orbit but has no power, um, would it still like, it, it would, what am I trying to ask for this? Yeah, it like, would still be stuck in its gravitational. Yeah, if it's in yeah. the ships, if it's in the planet's gravitational pull, it'll just float. Okay. That is yeah. correct. Like yeah, it's like, like so a, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be powered to remain in orbit. No. Okay. Yeah, like a space telescope, just. Yep. <laughs> yep. just the gravity of the planet just keeps it falling around it. Okay. Um, so they'll point that out. They'll just kind of motion for anyone and just kind of point out there's um, there's something metal orbiting the planet. 
seems like a ship, but there's no power readings from it. Do we know anything about the ship that went, was last here 300 years ago, that tried to come here? Um, it was a survey vessel, you know, it was and just it's a galactic, galactic survey vessel. Yeah, yeah and it, it, it kind of just blew through the system, logged it, and left. Oh, so it, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, do we have any additional sensors that could give us more information or would the next step be making visual? Not at the edge of the system that you're at uh, and you wouldn't be able to get visual on it either because you're actually at the edge of the whole star system at this point in time. Uh, these are just long range sensors. But Captain, I will tell you that looking at uh, what Dr. Hendricks pulled up on the computer, you're, you're a little bit more experienced in her uh, with this stuff. You recognize that as a, a, ship's, signal, a ship's profile right away. Yep. Yeah. All right. It is a... That is a ship. Um, can I tell from like the size-ish of it if it seems like a like a warship or a transport or uh, it's a small not a, it's not a warship. Visit? It's not it's not as it's not a warship. Uh, warships tend to be very big. It's not a colony mm -hmm. ship, which would be like tremendous. Uh, it is medium size, similar to the size of your ship, uh, but that's all you'd be able to tell from here. Right. I. How long would it take to chart a course just to? It would take get close so to that's. It? That's orbiting, that's orbiting the planet you're going to anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it'll take you 24 hours to get there. All right. Let's uh, calculate the, um, you could the, also the rate of orbit and chart a course to bring us past the, uh, the ship sure. so we can view it <laughs> through the window. And you, could, you could also try, you could also try hailing it. You have, you have, uh, you know, communications. You could try that. Uh, I think at this point, I want to pass it quietly first and just see kind of what it is before we give our position away. Okay. Uh, Rin, Rin at this point is, uh, so he went to check on his gear, his equipment. So I would imagine he is in kind of the, uh, I don't know, the area where they keep all the equipment and shit like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he uh he goes he's checking you know making sure all his grenades and shit are there he's you know turning on the heads up display and uh messing with his you know body cam and those kind of things testing out mm -hmm. his comm systems and then uh he gets to his battle gear his like big ass armor and i think um maybe the the chest plate of his armor was mm -hmm. an original chest plate that was salvaged from the explosion that he mm -hmm. had so it still has like shrapnel in it and it's like like burnt and shit like that and he uh he flips it around and he looks at the patches and uh he says well marky ricky danny thanks for watching my six while i was out and uh by the way those are the first three names of goodwill hunting's 12 brothers uh so uh yeah so he you know kind of kind of touches the patches and um and then the last uh piece of equipment that he checks on is his vibrating katana and he kind of walks over to it in a moment of like reverence and he picks it up ever so um carefully and then he kind of uh unsheathes it in like one fluid motion and then he kind of just goes through like several um like several movements with the katana and he's like oh, that's better and he uh puts his katana back in the sheath and uh he Probably uh, grabs the katana and leaves everything else in the uh, in the room with all the gear. But he's sure. just walking out with his katana strapped around his. As head. you're as you're doing as you're doing your katana katas, uh, you hear and Rainy walks past and he stops and like turns and looks at me and goes, "Greetings. Do you need anything?" 
Just uh, <sighs> some peace and quiet. Thanks, Rainy. Okay, Doakley. Continue then. <laughs> and you just, you hear him just go down the hallway. Fuck. <laughs> Rainy. Question. Is this yes. android um, the one that has been on, like, is this my android or was this supplied by the university? What would you rather it be? University. <laughs> it's the university android. <laughs> I would have definitely made some adjustments where yes. I'm mine. <laughs> it, is, it is the university android then. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, locally. Yeah, that is. And that then is I'll, once I do that, I'll head back towards the rest of the crew. Okay. That is an uh, excellent idea, though, Rin. We have only 24 hours, so we should get uh, prepared. Oh, well, Rin's a Marine, so he's making sure all his shit's there. Yeah, Dr. Moonstone is also going to go check over on all her stuff, make sure all her like sample containers are all still intact and put together a backpack and things like that and different chemicals. Oh, and- I, I guess uh, it might be worth asking too if myself or uh, Dr. Moonstone, if we if we see anything out of place or missing with all of our gear. I wouldn't know what everybody else's shit is supposed to look like or what's supposed to be there, but I know what my shit is supposed to look like. Give me an intellect roll. Give me an intellect roll, Troy. To a T. Can I, could I, uh, could I uh, persuade you to allow me to add my military training to that? I will absolutely allow, yeah, it makes sense. As a a Marine, you would know where your shit is or you should, right? So. Yeah. So what's that? uh, How does that role break down? So so you would all, you'd roll your intellect, but you're going to add your military training to it. So add 10% to your intellect. Okay. So I, that's a total of a 36 that I've got to roll under. So. Yep. Correct. And I rolled a 80, so that is not wow. Not enough. You hey, look, it looks fine. <laughs> Sweet, six frags. <laughs> you just you just chew a crayon and you're like, hey, this is cool. <laughs> this was not supposed to be teal. <laughs> <laughs> it's cyan. Anyone else want anyone else want to check their stuff? Yeah, I, I think I'd want to check my stuff too. Same thing. Give me an intellect roll. Can I also add my military training? Uh, no, not your military, but I would say your, um, you know, your science, whatever your base science is that you would be familiar with your equipment. You know what's in your field lab kit. Yeah, you know what's in your kit. So just sure, roll, sure. roll and add that. Yeah. I'll do geology. So I, I have a 53, my intellect, uh, and I got a, wait, so how do I do this? I add 10%. So I add 10% to what I'm trying to roll under. Correct. So it'd be 63. Okay. So I got a 50. Beautiful. All right. So uh, yeah, all your stuff is there. Okay. Perfect. That's fine. Perfect. Excellent. Right. Yeah, I'm good. I don't have a ton of field gear. I'll just check my pack briefly before I actually depart the ship. I'm kind of uh, focused on making sure that we are getting the correct cool. <laughs> trajectory you're, you're, to pass you're by plotting, you're, you're actually, while this is happening, you're actually in the, in the bridge and you're plotting the course. And uh, yeah. while you're doing that, um, you hear uh, coming up behind you, Rosa, uh, who is a um, larger woman, um, got some tattoos, side shaved with a cool tattoo on her head. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Aaron, very, her, she's wearing the jumpsuit, but it's, it's very, very kind of stained because she's a mechanic, basically. Uh, and she's just, my like, girl. <laughs> she's like, hey, Captain. Yes. Anyone who has to play Rosa now has to do an Australian accent for her if you die. Yeah, so <laughs> I've established that. No, Captain Sydney doesn't. No, Cap- Captain Sid- Hey, Captain. So uh, I checked the, checked the engine and all that, and everything's looking good then, isn't it? Excellent. Keep me updated if anything changes. I got, I got spooked because, you know, that freaky little droid, he didn't remember anything. Yeah. Um, Keep an eye on him for any unusual uh, 
yeah. behaviors. I, I don't like them. I'll be, I'll be honest. I don't like them. Not crazy about them either, but yeah. they make hyperspace travel a lot safer in right. general. Right. <laughs> Little geek. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye on them. <laughs> Thank you, Rosa. Right. And he's not even in chat to defend himself. <laughs> Fucking wallabies. <laughs> Dr. Tuesday, is there anything you want to do in the time between arrival and getting at the planet? Um, Tuesday has been keeping an eye on the long range scanner um, and seeing if anything picks up because ever since they saw that a ship is there, Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of freaking them out, but they're also kind of interested to see if there's either a life on it. Yeah. I was just going to (laughs) say data on it. Okay. So I would say, uh, give me another role. Yeah, Dr. Hendricks, when we get close give enough me, to scan give for yourself, life support systems, please give yourself so. a, Give yourself a bonus of like 10% because you already scanned already scanned the thing. So Is this uh, another computer's role? Yep. So, uh, so intellect. Uh, is there, there's no like push mechanic in this, is there? No. Okay. I mean, we can yeah. make one. It's no, a four-page rule book. I'll add whatever I want. No, uh, <laughs> I barely, I barely missed. It was, it would have been sixty-eight. I got a seventy-four. Okay, I'm going to give you a freebie because it's October and it's spooky, and this is a spooky freebie. All right. Uh, Take you're, it. You're looking at this. You're watching this. You're looking at this. The scan. You're, you continue like just running a sensor sweep of of the planet and the ship, and. You can't quite put your finger on what it is about the ship and the energy readings that are coming. There's no, first of all, there's no energy readings. The ship isn't giving out any power. Normally, when you've seen these readings, you detect like the power plant of the ship or something like that. Mm. You're not necessarily picking that up, but you do detect like background radiation because most things in space are, are radioactive uh, and ships are no, are no, no exception to that, especially if they've been in, in, in uh, space for a long time. And there's just something weird about the levels of radioactivity that you're getting off the ship. Higher than normal or lower than normal? Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, you're not going to like glow if you land on the ship or anything, but it's just, it's just, it's a normal background reading for a ship. It's not, you know, it hasn't been nuked, but it's, uh, it's just something off about it. Okay. But you can't quite figure out what that is. So they'll look over this and then Sydney's being at the bridge is kind of, uh, Captain, mind taking a look? Uh, one moment. I'll be right there. Go down to Hendrix's workstation. Okay, and you you yeah. set the you set the course for the ship, and it's it's going to get there. Yeah, quite a you don't need to roll same. for that. This is that's absolutely routine. You do not have to roll for that. So uh, yeah, go ahead. And let's kind of point out. I I can't put my finger on, but there's something about the radiation readings coming off that ship, or I don't like it. Something's weird. Could have uh, could have something to do with whatever caused the ship to fail initially. Yeah, but what would have what would have caused that? I mean, like a collision wouldn't have given off any more radiation. It'd be some kind of um, defect with its reactor or power plant. True. Hopefully, it's just something like that. Anyway, could be leaking. All right. Uh, knowing that there's something weird going on with the radiation, I'm going to, um, hmm, she's a doctor, but not a people kind of doctor. The android has medical training, question mark. 
<laughs> did Randy? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. His... I don't know. Does Randy have a character sheet? Oh, wait. I have Randy's character sheet. Never mind. Hold on. I made I made. We it. have two doctors on board. Neither of the people. Uh, Randy the android does not have medical training. <laughs> Nobody has medical. Beautiful. No. Randy the android has linguistics because he's like C3PO basically. <laughs> he's got computers and mathematics and physics. Yeah. Excellent. So the medicine stat with no bonus would be, is that uh, intellect? I would just say intellect, yeah. Intellect, okay. I assume one of our scientists has the highest intellect, (laughs) aka the most not specific knowledge about medicine. (laughs) I have a 53. Then it's you, mine's 48. My stats are not good. Yeah. You didn't pay much attention in college, Tuesday. They're fresh out oh, of school, man. Rosa, however, has first aid. Oh, Rosa, oh, great. Yes. Beautiful. Rosa. Yes. I'll uh, contact Rosa on the comms and I'll say, um, prepare, have a, have the, uh, like a, whatever our radiation decontamination chamber or like course yeah. of radiation you, you exposure you treatments ready. Yeah. <laughs> the ship has a med bay. She, right, roger that, Captain. Make sure we have iodine, like whatever we need. Yeah. <laughs> iodine tablets. Yeah. Yeah. In case radiation goes wrong. Yep. Okay. I'm going to make sure that's ready. There's enough of it just in case. All right. Okay. Uh, In case, unless, does anyone else have anything they want to do? No. Ready to try to get a peek at the ship. Okay. So 24 (laughs) hours goes by. Uh, You do have very comfortable cabins uh, on the ship. It's, uh, it, it is, you know, you don't have like bunks. Uh, everybody has their own stateroom. So you get to sleep a nice night's sleep, comfortable, not in a tank. Uh, and then uh, you arrive. Uh, within 24 hours, uh, you you get the notice coming over the computer on the loudspeaker that you are uh, coming up on the sh- on the planet and approaching. Right. Let's run to whatever kind of long range, but like manual telescope periscope thing that we have. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so yeah, you we'll we'll say you like Star Trek. You bring it up on the screen. Yep. Uh, and you're flying by the ship, but you're you're close, but not too close, as I think was what you said. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're, you know, close enough to take a good look at it and get a better scan on it. Yeah. I want to try not to so, see like if I can, not so close that, you know, you can still scoot if you need to. Uh, and the good news about the Aries, um, Aries dare, the Aries dare is that it's a pretty fast little ship. Uh, it's designed to get the hell away from anything you might run into. If you run into pirates or something, it's not built to fight. It's built to run like hell. Uh, so you got a fast ship. So you could probably outrun this. Uh, so you bring it up on the screen and it is a, um, it's just a big black ship floating over. Cassio 24A is just a, a very orange planet. So there's this big orange ball floating black in space <laughs> and there's this black blot kind of orbiting it. And as you bring it in and you zoom in, you see you see it as a ship. Uh, Captain Daniels, I would say you're more familiar with the ships of the world uh, than everyone else. Uh, it is a mining vessel. Okay. You recognize, you recognize the model. Uh, they don't have, I mean, there's like numbers on the outside. You might be able to pull that up if you want to uh, on your ship's computer. Yeah, I'll, I'll run a search for it if I can get a database. Database. Right. serial number or name how, or whatever. Yeah. So, so <laughs> you're, you're able, close, go so ahead. How close are we to the ship right now? Uh, medium distance. <laughs> okay, would I be able to see it through the optic on my submachine gun? <laughs> Please do not so, name that. So you know, so you know how you depressurize. So Troy, just just for for the record, you know how if you're in an airplane and you depressurize the cabin, bad things happen. Yeah, it's even worse in space. Listen, I've got great trigger discipline. Okay, it's, okay. if I had a flashlight on here, I'd use it the same. <laughs> uh, no, you would not be able to see it. It's too far away for that. 
they're bringing it up on the actual like camera, like, you know, that zooms in on it to put it on the screen. I, uh, I, I've got my SMG just kind of strapped around my chest. And as we're getting a little closer to the ship, you just hear like, Gloop, the optic lid just flips open. <laughs> and I just keep it, keep it down by my chest. So okay. that won't be necessary unless we're boarded by hostiles. You can keep that down. <laughs> Hi, Captain. <laughs> okay, well, so uh, I'll, I'll say I'll kind of uh, talk out loud over the comms and stuff to the rest of my crew, wherever they may be. Kind of what I'm observing of the ship, like it's a mining vessel. Looks like we got okay. a serial number. Gonna enter it in the database. <laughs> you're, you're able to pull up a serial number. You're able to enter it into the database. Um, it comes up uh, as a ship by the name of the Octavius. The Octavius. The Octavius, and it is owned by Ipsus Mining Corporation. Ipsus. And if you want to give me a computer role, or somebody wants to give me a computer role, uh, it typically takes some searching and doing, uh, but you might be able to come up with like a, I'll call it a flight log for lack of a better word, but, uh, you know, kind of like a, an itinerary of where it might be. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, I can give that a shot. As, as soon as the captain mentions that she's got a, a better read on it Tuesday. Yeah, Dr. Interested. Hendricks, mind searching the records? I'll do what I can. Hell yeah, that's definitely a success. Under a 58, that's a 22. Beautiful. Uh, by the way, just, just as a note, if you roll doubles, 55, 44, 11, let me know. Uh, doubles 22. under du- doubles under is a critical success. Doubles over is a critical failure. Ooh. All right, so you roll the 22, <laughs> so that's a critical success, right? Okay. So you're able to find out, you're able to find all the information uh, on the Octavius. So what you found is that uh, it is indeed owned by the Ipsos Mining Corporation. Uh, it was sent to the system to mine uh, and it was sent, uh, bear with me for one second, uh, October 14th, 2988, it departed uh, to mine here. Okay. Are we 2990 right now? Yep. 2990. All right. It's actually too long. Yep. Hmm. Did they, um, is there anything about what they, did they try to retrieve it when it didn't um, come back or did they just like, you know, you know, this list it Uh, gone (laughs) more longer range, longer duration mining expeditions are not that rare, particularly if they're like exploratory mining expeditions. So it might not have been expected back yet, even. Right. 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 Uh, It is um, not very lucrative for captains and crews to do them because they'll, they'll pay big bucks, especially if you strike, uh, you get a share. So you know, you've been recruited. They've attempted to headhunt you a couple of times for expeditions like that. But it's like, do you want to really want to spend like four or five years, you know, away? Yeah, I like I like picking yeah. and choosing my jobs, taking me different right. places. <laughs> um, I think uh, we're going to hail the ship. Okay. We have a little more info. Um, very routine thing. No role, no role necessary. Um, nothing. Hmm. And uh, no vis- no signs of visual external damage from what we can see on the nope. camera. Uh, everything you see, the ship looks fine externally. Uh, it is not typically, you know, there'll be some lights and stuff on the outside of the ship that, that are on or operating, kind of flashing or, or whatnot, different, different sensor arrays, different things like that, uh, beacons. None of those things are, are operational. You don't see anything. Does it have guns? It has uh, the same thing that your ship is, is, is equipped with, which is a, as a laser cutter. So kind of a heavy duty laser cannon. Is uh, that like a point weapon or does it have like a full rotation? It has a turret, has a turret. Uh, it is used more often for like, you know, blasting asteroids and shit like that. That's why you have ones if you need to like shoot something out of your way. You can yep. independently use it to defend the ship, but it's more for that sort of stuff. Utility laser. 
Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Choices. Do we check out the ship or do we go ahead and land on the planet first? You can also you can also scan the planet. You're close enough now if you want to do that. Yeah, let's take any additional scans for the planet before we decide. Yeah. See if there's any storm activity or anything that may complicate landing too. Give me a uh, roll for that. What roll? Computer roll, I'm sorry. That's Dr. Hendricks. <laughs> I do like Dr. Hendricks's idea though, that if this ship has already landed on the planet, it might have data um, on it. That might be useful for us. Freely. Oh, that's true. It's a mining ship, so. Exactly. It probably has uh, landed. I got nothing. 65 over 58. All right, so you you, you scan. I mean, you're still going to get something. Uh, you You scan the planet. Um, it just, there's no atmosphere. Uh, it is rock, lots of minerals. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> That's what you get. It is a big rock with no, at- no atmosphere floating in space. Yeah. Tuesday just kind of looks over, just goes, Moonstone, you're going to have a field day, my friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, at first, Dr. Moonstone did not care at all about this floating metal object, this ship, but, uh, once Dr. Hendricks mentioned probably preliminary preliminary data possibly some samples already there might as well check out the ship first yeah i I'm, i think that's a good idea actually especially if something went wrong on the planet uh we were less likely to encounter the full force of whatever went wrong on the planet and just the uh, after effects on the ship yeah. <laughs> so mean, uh so on the planet no atmosphere just a giant rock minerals no sign of life no water no not detecting any of that stuff nope ice caps nothing like that okay nope which by the way was pretty much expected uh it's it's within the heat zone of the sun at this point in time uh, yeah that yeah, stuff that may different. have had life yeah, that just got blasted away so your expedition is that you know this this planet was detected it was the sort of planet that would have matched the profile of a planet that held life hey let's go see if we can find like some alien dinosaur footprints and yeah. shit like that yeah. you know yeah yeah All right, I think I'm going to bring us in uh, close toward the ship with the intention of potentially uh, docking. Yep, so you can. You have a docking arm on the ship, so you can definitely do that. Uh, That is a pilot role. All right, let's do this. I'm going to just crash right through the ship, be like, we're going to land on the planet next. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scoping it out with my... uh, Ooh, 19. Beautiful. I definitely nailed that. (laughs) What, what, What was that, Troy? I'm scoping it out with my optics. Okay. <laughs> you see a ship. Uh, you you see a you see a metal ship through your optic. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so you so Captain Daniel, you're 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 able to just bring the ship effortlessly like right alongside, close enough. Extend the arm, boom. Parallel park that bitch. Parallel <laughs> and you hear the boom, like as you know, the gimbal arm kind of extends and hits their hull, and just kind of puts that seal on, and uh, you are attached. Great. If there is any possible way we could access the ship's computers from docking without opening the seal between the ships first, I would like to try to do that. I would say that you can try to do another computer roll to do that if you want to. Yeah, Dr. Hendricks, see if you can get anything <laughs> off the ship before we open the uh, open the doors. Yeah, it's the future. There's got to be like why. Let's just plug that USB in. And it's like, and it's like, we're sorry. This ship is Apple. <laughs> like, no. God damn it! Yeah. Flip the ship over. <laughs> wrong way. <laughs> USB. Flip it over again. Fuck. <laughs> uh, that's a success. Thirty-one under fifty-eight. 
Okay, uh, you are <laughs> able to, you're not able to access the ship's computers, uh, but what you're able to determine by this proximity that you have now is that uh, there's, the ship still has power, uh, but it's an extremely low level of power, like less less than even able what it would be able to keep life support on. It's just like barely, like barely on. Uh, there but, might be like one light on the ship. Correct. You know, it's just like it's like just enough power. You can uh, see the Wi-Fi network name. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like yeah, it's like you have like less than one bar. That's what it has. Uh, but there's also still an atmosphere on the ship. Uh, however, it is, there's the life support is not functioning. So the air that's on that ship is just, it, that's the air that's on the ship. It's not going to yeah, be the replaced. oxygen could have been depleted by survivors but, or yeah. it could just deplete once we, okay. But you so, are detect, you are detecting air on the ship. So there's air in okay. there. Okay. That means the hull wasn't breached. Correct. Yeah. At least not yeah. in the whole thing. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, everybody sit up, void suits on. All Take right. uh, necessary contamination procedures. You want me to uh, stay here then, Captain? Mm. Yeah, leave Rosa here. Oh, she is first aid. Oh, this is Rosa. Okay. That's <laughs> Rosa. Australian. Yeah. 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 You know what? Keep an eye. Keep an eye on the. Uh, keep an eye on the android. I trust you. As you said that, Rainey's in the gallery, like making coffee, and he's like, "I'll have a nice warm coffee for you when you come back, crew." Much appreciated, Rainy. <laughs> Ad victorium, Sepulter. <laughs> All right. Uh, yep. I will uh, leave Rosa in uh, command of the ship with uh, the instruction to kind of keep an eye on Rainy for now and uh, to let us know if um, run the scans, ship scanners every now and then. Um, let us know if she picks anything up on the ship or any anomalies or new things come up at any point. Yeah. Right, we'll do. Um, we'll do. Christian, can I assume we all have like a, an intercom in our helmets, or we're all connected yeah. to each yeah. other? Short, yeah, we all have. Range, short range comms is absolutely part of part of the uh, the vac suit. Yeah, so everybody okay. has that. Perfect. And Troy, your your armor functions as a vac suit, so you're good. Okay, cool. I I, uh, I go ahead and I don on my gear, and I've got my uh, I've got my body cam hooked up, and I'll probably have that displayed on the HUD for um, Rosa, so she okay. can see what I see from my body cam. Okay. Uh, I go ahead and mount my flashlight to my uh, SMG, and then right. I, uh, I'll go ahead and put my whole suit on. And then the last thing that I put on, I've got my katana uh, on the side, and then I grab my cowboy hat and I put it on top of my space helmet. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Why? got like Velcro. It's just. <laughs> Why was I not prepared for the cowboy it's hat? Velcro's his cowboy hat on top of the space either. helmet. Amazing. Should, this is a horror game where stealth might come in handy. I should totally have fucking spurs, metal spurs on my fucking boots. Chink, clink, chink. Clink. <laughs> I, I actually now insist that you have spurs on it. Beautiful. Done. Right. You have, so you, you you guys are like putting your vac suits on and you're ching, ching, ching. And this asshole with the cowboy hat on top of his armor and spurs like walks out with a big katana. I swear, McQuiblets, if you puncture somebody's vac suit with those on accident, we're going to have more than words. <laughs> I just kind of look at you and like with like a straight, just a total straight faced expression. And I say, puncturing vac suits is why I have these on my feet. <laughs> Oh, I just like about face and keep walking. <laughs> All right. Tuesday just like looks between Dr. Moonstone and Captain Daniel, just like, have have either of you worked with him before? Is he always like this? 
Nope, he is a mercenary supplied by the university for protection <sighs> on this expedition. Okay. Nope, never. How much do you trust stories. your institution? <laughs> Look. He's there on the GI Bill. I wouldn't be too. Uh, <laughs> <just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> My degree is all theoretical. <laughs> so yeah, what, I'm going to say that you... the whole crew here is from the university, uh, whether they're freelancers or like staff, um, yeah. except for Rosa. Rosa has been working with Sydney and stayed on for several jobs. Sydney likes her. She yeah. knows the ship. She takes care of the ship. They work well together. Nice. Uh, what does everyone have for their loadout? Why don't we describe that for people? Yeah. I've got an exploration kit for my loadout, uh, which has a vibe shetty, which is a machete, but high t- higher tech. <laughs> um, a rigging gun, which is exactly what Ripley used to kill Alien in Alien. Yep. <laughs> um, a flare gun, first aid kit that no one but Rosa can use. <laughs> uh, my vac suit, long range comms, oxygen tank, survival kit, water filter, locator, rebreather, binoculars, flashlight, camping gear, and some MREs. Nice. Basic survival gear for me. Basic survival. Troy, we know we are, you already kind of went through your stuff with your body armor and stuff, so we can skip you. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah. I also have an electronic toolkit, which is probably the only like thing that. I didn't, didn't. Nice. Mention. Very good. But you're, you're armed to the teeth with some frag grenades, a vibe katana. Oh, and, what's a stim pack? Uh, so that is, you slap that on if you're hurt and it kind of keeps you going, man. Oh, all right. Hell yeah, I get some cocaine. Wrong yeah, basically, you know, you know, private saving Private Ryan when they keep sticking the morphine in the guy's leg. Yeah, that's basically yeah. that's basically that's it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I was gonna say if you've ever played Fallout, stim pack. That's yeah. yeah. That's Boom, what I thought did. of. Yeah. Yep. Keeps you going. Keeps you kicking. What do we got, Doctor Tuesday? Uh, Doctor Tuesday actually has the examination loadout because that's okay. just what they always have. Yep. Um, couple little things, no actual like damaging weapons, stun baton, trank pistol, a scalpel, which is just cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, med scanner, some pills, some stim packs, and a cybernetic diagnostic scanner. Hell yeah. Which is like their pride and joy, their baby. Um, it's got some stickers on it. Nice. What sort of stickers? It's it's just like weird indie band stickers with names that make no sense and icons that make even less sense. Like so it's like as a thoughts and the as a thoughts and the flute players. Yeah, or it, or it's like it's like upside down star seed and the icon is like cousin it from the Adams family. Like it's just bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hipster bands that like Tuesday has seen live. <laughs> Gotcha. Tuesday hangs out in like space coffee bars, basically, is, is what you're telling us. And like weird underground clubs. Like they're gotcha. they're a horrible combination of a scene kit, a goth kit, and a metalhead. <laughs> AKA awesome. middle school Sarah's dream boat. Awesome. <laughs> and, 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 and Dr. Moonstone, what um, do we have? I have the same as the captain. I've got an exploration pack. Okay. Uh, I would say probably in addition to that, she's also got just like a chemistry set, uh, things that measure soil and land stuff. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Land it's stuff. Sweet. Land stuff. Land stuff, baby. Our one scientist. Is just like, she's like, yep, that's dirt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure is dirt. Okay. All right. So you're all loaded out. Who's going through that docking on first? Uh, I think uh, McQuiblets, actually. He's here for protection. That's his job, so. Oh, I mean, what are we going to encounter? 
Caution. Yep. I also have the flashlight <laughs> Caution is the rule of the day. Gun, so yep. you don't want me shining that for illumination behind anybody. <laughs> yep, so McQuiglitz is taking point. Okay, so Rin, you're, you're taking point. Who's after him? Ooh, me. Okay. Data. So then we got. Not that I can do anything. I'll take up the rear. I've also had right. some military training. In Captains there. of the rear. All right. So Rin, you you get to the door. Uh, basically, it's the hull of the ship. There's there's an exterior door. Um, you're actually going to have to put on. Uh, there's no power internally on the ship. You're actually going to put have to put. You're not going to breach the door, uh, but you have to put like a you know a um kind of like an iPad. You're going to like stuck on it. Program it to just open because you're going to have to basically like you have to jack this thing open on its own. Yeah. It's not it's not opening from the inside. Uh, so you, you're able to do that. I'm not going to ask for a roll. Uh, so, yeah, so you, you put it on, you kind of, you work it, you, you do the program you need to do, and it, it works its way in and kind of forces the door open. As it does, there's this kind of like and rush of air from the ship out to you of sealed air that's been sealed in there for what seems like a while, kind of like opening a tomb and the air rushes out. And uh, what you see inside is black uh, hallway, but with very, very, very low power running lights just along the downside on the floor on each side of the, of the hallway. It's a round hallway. Uh, here and there, the lights are out and there's just pools of blackness. Uh, Captain Daniels, you, you, you know that this is, uh, this is an example of a ship running on like the absolute bare minimum, barely alive. Left it drags the, the battery. The backup generator is yeah. dead. This is even. No. <laughs> and, and instantaneously, also the thing that you, you detect is that uh, it is freezing fucking cold in there. Yep. Like that air is cold. Yeah, I was just going to ask if we had a portable battery pack or a small generator that we could use just to power some of the lights on the ship. Uh, you could, you would have to put that into your, uh, you'd have to, you could mainline that basically into the power core if you wanted to. You'd have to find that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say uh, I'll probably grab that. Okay. All right. Turn on our hair helmet lights. <laughs> this is so this actually Troy, this is what I would say about that. That generator pack is, is fairly large. Think the size of like a think the size of a generator that you would plug in your own house. Uh so to drag that around, if you if you're gonna do like a sweep of the ship first, uh you would be no really inhabited with that, you know, to kind of drag it with you. So that's the sort of thing you could We'll just wheel yeah, it I'll leave the it at door. the entrance to the ship. Yeah, you can come back for it. Okay. So you've got you've got a hallway, you got two directions to go. Left or right, when you want. All right. Um, from what I know about this model of a mining ship, which one takes us to the bridge? Right is tight. Left. Left? All right. <laughs> Take a Fuck left, McQuiblets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like sand my breath. But right is tight. <laughs> <laughs> <Keep going left. laughs> All right. So you walk, you begin walking down that towards the bridge. Can I have uh, some like glow sticks on me? I feel like yeah, that's a thing sure. I should bring. Just Absolutely. crack a glow stick every several meters and drop it on the okay. on the ground. All right. It is now the lights are, you know, it, there's a dim illumination. I mean, it's just enough to know there's a hallway. You can't like see, you can just kind of see shadows in it. Uh but yeah, you're all right. You can drop something. Let us know the way it. that we're going and stuff. Light it up. All right. Down. Okay. Leaving breadcrumbs. Okay. Yeah. When you do that, as you drop them, they just clang across the metal and just echo throughout the ship. Cold air, cold air. Excellent. Sound travels quicker in cold air, and it is just like clong. It just sounds like very, very loud to you guys, even through the helmets that you have. What do my spurs sound like? <laughs> oh God! Like you would not believe. Ringing. Yeah, it's like ringing ka-ching, in space. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. through the ship. Those spurs, they jingle, jangle, jangle. They're jingling and jangling, baby. Listen, they're keeping cadence. <laughs> 
So you head up, uh, you head to the command room. Along the way, um, you pass the galley. Uh, you oh. can stop in there, take a look. Yeah, around. definitely it's peek fun. in there, see if meals were interrupted or anything, <laughs> or they're dead uh, so people. So what you find in the galley is that it's in pretty good shape. Uh, the very interesting thing that you find and notice, you don't need the wall to see that is, it still seems like it's pretty much fully stocked. All the food is like frozen. Everything's frozen solid because it's, yep. it's just, you know, the ship is just exposed to space. Nothing's kept it. You know, there's been an atmosphere, but it's just nothing's keeping it warm in here. So it's just freezing cold. So this uh, likely happened early on in their, in their yeah. expedition here. There's yep. plenty of food. So mm-hmm. mm. I kind of look, uh, I, I look at you guys and I say, uh, you think they headed down to the planet and didn't come back? Troy, can, can you just get a little closer to your mic too, Troy? Because I, I don't know that we're picking you up as good for the audience. Yeah, sorry. I uh, I said, do you think they headed down to the planet and just didn't come back up? They shouldn't have sent everyone down. There should have been a crew left on the ship to stay in communication. Well, maybe there's a Oakley Dokley android up here that's going to be helpful. If there's uh, I mean, another, helpful. <laughs> if there is just another rainy bot on this ship yeah. how do androids operate in a extreme cold like this yeah they can they can yeah yeah oh yeah uh, yeah they, they don't need they don't need food or oxygen theoretically to function yep yeah <laughs> and they have freezable liquids inside <laughs> no what's if that if it's true that they if you think that they landed wouldn't they have some sort of like shuttle thing or something like that missing right yeah ship? we'll have to we'll be Once able to find that walks. out in the bridge that would be that would be in the bridge yeah. there's also typically mining vessels like this your ship has a hold too with some some stuff in it uh but they would have a, a hold with some you know cool equipment hanger. like a shuttle and things like that a hanger exactly yeah yep. i'm gonna look at the i'm gonna look at the expiration date on some of the food items never expires uh, a lot of a lot of it is is non-perishable food uh because they, they intended to be out here for a very long time uh but you can tell by the packaging and the dates it's from 28 um what did i say two years ago two years ago two years ago yeah it's when they left so the earliest expiration dates you see are like a couple years from now yeah it does seem like a crew went down maybe they sent a rescue tr- crew and the rescue didn't come back and is there any sink or anything in this room? Yep. I'm going to turn the water on. It's freezing. It's frozen. Frozen solid, dude. Equivalents. Nothing happens. Actually, take that back. Anything. Something does happen. Uh, you hear the pipes go, and absolutely echo even more Close. throughout the entire Shut that shit off. <laughs> Turns faucet off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Onward to the bridge. <laughs> okay. Uh, See, so you get into the bridge, and um, it's very similar layout to yours, where it's you know you get the the seats and like you know the where like Mister Sulu sits and everything, and the captain's bridge and different 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 sections for different things. Uh, and you come in there and you see that um, looking around, uh, you see that you don't see any damage to anything. Uh, you do see, however, some weird things that, you know, sitting on like some tables and stuff, you see like cups of coffee or like breakfast sandwiches are like half eaten, but now are just frozen and crystallized over. Uh, and you do see across one of the main, uh, main, um, screens, a viewing screen, uh, just like a splatter of some sort of liquid. Uh, and then there's a red handprint right by it. Tuesday's going to walk up to it and confirm their suspicions. It is very frozen, very old looking blood. Did it have a chance to oxidize before it really froze? Can you tell? 
same. I'm going to look at the sandwiches and coffee too. Like, did it mold before it froze? Like, or did the cold come on fast? Uh, sort of no, it, it molded over. Okay. Molded over. Same thing with the blood. It dried. Okay, so it looks like pa- yeah. like stuff did decay yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like fra- nothing like flash froze. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm gonna check the just the computer system for the ship. See if there's uh, the computer more. system is not operational. Gotcha. Figured as much. Right now. Yeah. Is there anything we can uh, pry out of here and take back to our ship, like um, hard drive, anything like that, to try to access it? On uh, you system? could. That would be knowing what you're knowing about the systems. You you could pry out like the black box, basically, uh, but that would take you a while. It, w- it would probably take you a couple hours to kind of drag that out if you wanted to. All right. To. So we'll finish the sweep first, and then I I do intend to come back for that. Okay. Now, here's the thing: if you could find typically captains keep logs. Uh, Ooh, like they don't necessarily <laughs> they don't necessarily keep them on that on that hard drive. They typically use something like a tablet and just record it on their own, so it's portable. Uh, so you might be able to find that somewhere. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look around in the captainy places in the bridge first, just in case. Uh, if not, we might. Have you to look at the captainy <laughs> the captainy places. Don't have anything that don't have that. Like in the hey, glove re- box, like <laughs> no. No, 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 really, like, really quick. Uh, Christian, so uh, I don't know. Do they? I would imagine they probably have some sort of um, um, AEDs on this ship, like defibrillators, like portable defibrillators. Uh, there would be there would be a med bay. Uh, are there any portable defibrillators, like oh, like just throughout just the a, ship? Um, no, nope, no. Okay, science has well, advanced, man. They just probably like give you a pill and drag you down in the med bay. Okay. Well, yeah. just I'm I'm just keeping that in the back of my mind because that is something that may still have electricity and yep. we might need it for something. Could could act as like a charge or something if I need to make an explosive. Duly noted. Okay, yeah. So there there would be um knowing what you know about ships, I would say that, you know what? They'll definitely have that in the bed. Yeah. Something like that. I'd go over to Beautiful. um Dr. Hendricks and kind of inspect the uh the blood and stuff with them. Um I'm gonna look for any uh Look around to see if there's any bullet holes, laser marks, uh, cuts anywhere, like a slashing weapon or anything was used. I'm going to try to see if there's evidence of what was used to injure the person who bled in this way. You are not able to... Are we at the site of the blood or are we seeing it through a camera? No, there's there's a blood splatter across one of the computer rays and a, like a bloody handprint. Check on, the, like on... the seat, see if they yeah. were attacked yeah. the seat. Like... Uh, no, you don't, you know, you don't see anything. You can't tell. Hmm. Hmm. But there's no body. Nope. Any blood being any blood trail being dragged anywhere? Roll me intellect. Can I use military training? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll be nice. Yeah. I'm a marine. Come on. Yeah. Yes, you can. What I do? I kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble. I gum. know things about bleeding. Hey, so God damn it! <laughs> I know bleeding. Ninety. Boy. That is not gonna do it. Okay. Uh, no, you can't tell. Can't tell. I think I found some bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I Looks mean, like it ended is, pretty shitty. If this is a mining ship, I would like to check out the collections area. So there is, so you know, I'll stay with Captain, Captain Daniels is the most familiar with these mm-hmm. ships. So, Rin, you've spent some time on them too. Typically, there are a couple decks. There should be crew quarters somewhere. There should be a, um, there's definitely a hold where, where there would be the samples and things like that would be in the hold. Uh, there would be an engineering room where they're the engine room and, and uh, raise arrays of escape pods. 
uh, and things like that. There will also be galleys and uh, things like that too. So. All right, I am going to uh, use my knowledge of ship layout and a little bit of my military training to think of kind of the most obvious, like smartest route to do a sweep in. Like, well, let's go from top to bottom, do a sweep. Now sure. we've come, gone to the bridge, let's clear. Probably let's so. Clear the, the, up, uh, the clearest thing on this level would be the next one would be the crew quarters. Then then you would go down into like engineering in the hold and things like that. Because there was violence. there's evidence that there was violence on this ship and we want to make sure that, you know, there's not a mad android running around getting behind us. Mad <laughs> android? This is like two years ago. I, I do want to make a pit stop, by the way. They're not organic matter. They don't decay. <laughs> pit stop, like, for real, Troy, or, like... Yeah, like, like I do want to go to the med bay at some point. We're, we're going to clear the whole ship, McGuigley. Yeah, you're going to clear the whole ship. Clear. All right, so this level, med bay will be lower. So uh, so on this level, uh, crew quarters would be the next very next thing. That's the all most... All right, go down the hall, check the crew quarters. Uh, so there are 12 rooms. Uh, you sweep them one by one. Uh, one of the first ones you find is is a bigger kind of stateroom that would you would think would be the captain's quarters. Uh, look in that, for a tablet there. <laughs> yeah, so you look through it. Um, very nicely decorated, some classic sort of stuff as far as um, collection of books about like old sea books, like Moby Dick and stuff like that. Nah. Uh, and you also find a, a tablet, you know, iPad. Uh, <laughs> It's frozen. Probably it's dead. Maybe able to revive it on our ship. <laughs> exactly. It's not functioning right now, but you might be able to get it back and work up and pack that. <laughs> okay. Uh, going through the couple rooms, uh, you find um, <laughs> some beefcake or cheesecake sort of poses, like Rocket Girls. You know, like yep. hey, like you know, <laughs> Teamster men, like you know, like the firefighter men, like you know. Things you get like the, the Teamster man, like hey, like a, like a firefighter calendar, but like one of those hot like firefighters, but with cute animals calendars. Yeah, those yeah, like the, like, like one like of them, but it's like like awesome. yeah, but it's like furry aliens and Teamsters in space. <laughs> I, I, I I give the I give the air a whiff. I'm like, and then I look at the pictures and shit on the wall, and I'm like. Marines lived Wait, here. no, you do not give the air with. You keep you, your vac suit. You got a helmet on, dude. You I know, I do it through my helmet. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> and I then you. I go, Marines were here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you do eventually, you come to this one room and you walk into it and um, the bed is overturned. There are scorch marks that you recognize right away as laser burns on the walls and several several bullet holes. Uh, and there is a mattress kind of laying on the ground that is just a wash in frozen ancient blood. Well, shit. All right, let's uh, let's clear this ro- this room in particular tactically to make sure we, you know, weapons first around corners and shit. Make sure nothing's yep. hiding behind any of these overturned mattresses. Okay, your flashlights, and again, this is all in the dark, so your flashlight beams are just looking through it and everything. Uh, and so it's, you know, it's a very intense experience because every move you make also echoes throughout the entire ship. Uh, but you you find nothing in there other than what something really awful happened here. No bodies, right? Just no bodies. Blood. Nope, no bodies. Probably enough blood that somebody died here. Someone died, yeah, yeah like bad here. Yeah. Any pieces of cloth or- Troy, you gotta get close to your mic, dude. Bro, you keep going too far away. Yeah, sorry. Any pieces of like cloth or glass or any parts of a suit, perhaps anything like that? Nope. Nothing you can. Yeah. Um, no. No. Someone is taking and moving bodies. They're floating them. 
You said there were guns and st- or bullet holes and bullet marks and stuff. Bullet holes uh, and also scorch marks from lasers. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna scan the room for any uh, weapons or ammunition. Okay. Um, uh, you don't need to roll. Need to roll. Uh, you don't find any ammunition. You do find some expired shell casings, shotgun shells. Perfect. I'll grab them. No, they're they're just you know ejected shells. They're they've been used. Oh, oh, they've been spent. Okay. Yeah, spent shells. Yep, casings. Gotcha. I'm going to pop on like a little UV pen light and I'm going to look for evidence of uh, tracks to see if they all look like their back suit tracks, boot tracks, anything weirder. Okay. Uh, that is a really good idea. Um, roll me a, um, I don't even know what they asked for, for that one. Uh, intellect plus, I would say your military training, I guess, if you want. Yeah, yeah I'll take that. Yeah. I got a. 47, which brings me under my check of 55. Okay. Uh, you find, you do find some very, very faint tracks uh, and you're able to follow them and they lead to the um, stairs down. What kind of right. Do they look uh, like boot back print. suit or regular, like regular boot prints. Around? Yeah. Regular boot prints. Just All right. Somebody made it out alive. Something bad happened here. hopefully it's just your uh regular little human on human bad fucking androids (laughs) (laughs) why why are you so suspicious of the robots they're they're programmed to do what they do but sometimes they don't (laughs) i mean there's always the third option you're gonna say aliens? Yeah, it's my entire Hendrix life's work. Is like aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I've done two theses on this, man. I mean, two lasers and gun. We don't. I mean, there's no other. So like, far, it looks like everybody's design. wearing shoes. So I think that's Great. a point in the Just human or android department. <laughs> Can I check one last thing, uh, Christian? Sure. So I know that a lot of, uh, you know, my, my Marines and, and people that I worked with in the Marine Corps and stuff, they would usually put some of their most private belongings, like in their pillowcase, like a mm-hmm. picture or something like that. Yep. Um, I'm just going to quickly check the typical places in the beds that are made and uh, so pillowcases right. and stuff. Sure. Uh, yeah. You find some naked pictures yep. of, what you, of what you assume are significant others. Marines were here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he just pockets them. Nice. What? What? What okay. you got, McQuiblets? Oh, just some uh, some grade A nudies. Excellent. And you're you're definitely hanging on to those so we can inform the next of kin what happened to their family, right? <laughs> I just turn and look at you with that same straight faced expression. Absolutely, Captain. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's continue the sweep, um, knowing that a killer or survivor possibly headed downstairs after what happened in this room sure. or after discovering it while it was fresh. So I'm going to close the doors behind us in every room that we go into. Okay. That's fine. Uh, you have to actually manually like drag them shut because the power That's is fine. Up. I've got a robotic yeah. arm. Okay, you just you <laughs> kind of just slam them shut as you go, and uh, and you descend the stairs down to the next level. Uh, the very first thing that you walk past uh, is what at one time was a hydroponics bay. Uh, 
Uh, but all the all the plants are now like long neck and it's just you know frozen hmm. vines and shit. Uh, but you flash your flashlights through that and you know it's just kind of eerie because the shadows kind of reflect along the walls and things like that. And you go through that uh, and you pass through the hold. Uh, in the hold, uh, you do see some skeleton walkers. There are five. So the types that we, you know, you would sit in and like pile it around to either lift heavy things or use for mining <laughs> so purposes. Sarah and I are yes. both like, Sarah and yeah. I are both like skeleton walkers? Yeah, what? so you're walkers, like alien. You know, you get in the <laughs> yeah. thing and like walk around. And, Christian, and, uh, I haven't seen alien. Well, I watched the movie. You, I don't yeah, know what to tell you. The exoskeleton, you move it in a machine-assisted power. I don't know what it is now. Skeleton walker. It's an exoskeleton. I was in the same place, Sarah. It's okay. But you've seen Alien. What is wrong with you? No, only the first one. There's no. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. They're right. They're not in that. Yeah. Okay. No problem. So there are some exoskeleton walkers that miners use to help them lift heavy things. There are about five of them. Uh, and you also see a shuttle. Mm. Is there room for a second shuttle, or does it look like that's probably the only one? This would be the only one. It's a pretty big shuttle. It would be big enough to take uh, some of the crew and walkers down to a planet if they wanted to go remote and mine away from the ship. Can we tell if it's been used? Like, has dust or dirt and stuff on you it? You can go check it out. Oh, yeah, I think we should check the shuttle, make sure it's not full of bodies or something. <laughs> there's there's yeah. like a ramp that comes down in the back of the shuttle, which is open. Uh, and as you walk over there and you, you know, you're flashing your flashlight kind of around this, uh, this area, um, you see that the ramp is open, it's down, uh, and you do see some, are you still doing your UV light? Yeah, I'm going to keep looking around. Uh, that you, see some blue, you see some, you immediately see some dust, like red dust, uh, and boot prints and blood marks coming out of the shuttle. All right. Looks like we might have, uh, found some of the crew. Take a look. Stay sharp. Anything um, I can salvage off of the um, skeleton walkers that could be flammable or explosive? Oh, <laughs> uh, possibly. I mean, there are, there are some fuel sources and things around. Everything here is is frozen solid. Uh, so with work and time and effort, you probably could. What about with an incredibly sharp vibrating katana? <laughs> that would be very dangerous. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> uh, Moonstone, you have military training, right? Yes, I do. Uh, Moonstone, I'm going to post you up here on the ramp. Keep an eye outward. Make sure nothing comes in while we check the shuttle. All right. Roger that. Who's so going in? Three of us, uh, McQuiblets, myself, and Hendrix, will enter the shuttle. Moonstone's going to post on the ramp and just keep an eye keep outward. An eye out. Okay. All right. Uh, so you guys go in. Uh, you mean? Okay, you see the immediately. Roof. I look up. You see the roof. You see, you see the roof. Excellent. Hell yeah! But it is. <laughs> but it is. It is dark in there, and and you're you you kind of you flash around and you see the controls. You see it kind of has a cargo bay where you can load things in, uh, and there is some more of that red dust in here, and definitely some blood, as if someone who was bleeding like walked out of the shuttle. Uh, and you you eventually go to the front. The front has an actual small cockpit uh, with about four seats in it. And in there you find, again, uh, in the pilot seat is blood kind of all over and all the controls. While you're inspecting that, before you ask me any more questions, uh, Dr. Moonstone, you're outside and you're just kind of, what are you doing? Yeah, um, I'm gonna try and pay attention as much as possible, but uh, if in between, while I'm kind of keeping post, if I could examine the red dust 
Um, <laughs> she, she's like, keep an eye out for anything coming in on our flank here. She's like, ooh, dirt. Dirt. Sediment. All right. So you, you, it's, it's dirt. I mean, you, you have, you, you'd have to scan it with some of your shit to, to know more than that. Collect it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a sample of it if I can. Sure. Um, while you're, while you're like putting it in your little sample vial, yeah. you hear ching, 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 ching. From where? Somewhere else in the ship. Can I Ooh. judge the distance-ish? No. Sound really travels very far in the ship. So you don't know. All right. I'll just, uh, guys, uh, I heard a metal clanging outside, uh, outside this room. Hendricks and McCoolitz keep taking a look around. I'm going to join Moonstone. All right. I'll radio back to Rosa and I'll tell her to uh, keep an eye on my body cam. Uh, and if she notices anything out of place um, to let me know. I also check back with her and ask her how everything is on the ship. All right. As soon as you do, you hear like music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, what's up? And there's like there's like some music going on in the background. Like, I'm like, hey, uh, hey, Rosa, keep an eye on my uh, body cam. Let me know if you pick up anything that maybe I miss. Um, the looks like something terrible happened on the ship. We're not sure, but uh, just oh, keep shit. an eye out for me. Right, you got it. Then I'm gonna join on the ramp, so she's not alone. <laughs> <laughs> she goes fucking creepy. Uh, you, you go out on the ramp and um there's a clanging out there um i was just about to test the 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 dust that's here but uh i can wait for the lab stay alert <laughs> did the clanging sound like a door opening you didn't hear it it did not oh, are, you, okay. are you asking her yeah and like a small metal part or something falling through grating or uh rigging or something could have been. Uh, it, again, it's hard to tell because it's, the air is so dense in here because it's so cold that sound really travels. Uh, and it sounded like it came from far away, but it could have been something falling. Yep. Could have been. Hard to tell the air is dense here. Hard to tell with McQuiblet's fucking spurs clanging every three seconds. <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday and Rin, is there anything anything you want to check within on the shuttle? Uh yeah. So how how um how big is the shuttle? Like, have we explored the whole thing? Have we just seen? Yeah, think like um the size of like a um like a transport <laughs> aircraft is basically what it is. So I mean, it's it's big, but it's not tremendous. Okay. Uh, so you've you've pretty much seen look for you know, any cargo containers with samples or anything in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's no you don't see you don't see any any samples of anything. Okay. Um, Tuesday's also gonna kind of keep an eye out for any. <laughs> other doors they see any closets um they're not now on, just operating under the assumption that there are multiple bodies hidden here yeah nothing nothing in the shuttle that you okay. um and they'll also kind of check over the area in the front where the bigger blood puddles were mm -hmm. um and just out of them being them see if any of the blood is not human with Rapid your pressy pit and test scanner, yeah, you're gonna do a test. <laughs> yeah, they've got all right. Give me a xenobiology. Scanner. Yeah, give me a scan test. They've got a med scanner. They've got a diagnostic scanner. I would say the med scanner would do med it. Med scanner, okay. Yep. Uh, da, da, da. 
What does that add? 20? No, why do I keep doing this? Just barely miss. 74 over 68. Oh, wow. Geez. Uh, you're pretty sure it's really frozen. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is this, though. It seems like a really old sample. Like older than, say, two years. They'll kind of mm. radio over. Uh, took a quick sample of the blood. It's older than it should be. This is older than two-year-old blood. So whatever happened may have happened en route to the planet. Very possibly. And then it finished its course automatically. But it's... it's or maybe they took a stop along the way, took the took the um trans took the little uh the shuttle the yeah. shuttle out um and brought back some trouble with them it's possible but good to know thank you doctor yep anything else you want to check in there or you want to leave head on i'm good to head out i guess the last thing i'll check is is this a uh, shuttle that would be piloted by the captain or is this um, yeah. kind of like an escape pod? Uh, no, this is a shuttle. You'd have to pilot it. Anyone could pilot okay. it, not just the captain. Uh, I will also there. tell you this. Oh, could you... Check its fuel if you can, even if you just bang on the fuel tank and listen. Yeah, I'll do that. And I'll also check to see if there's any name or uh, rank or anything on the chair on what sure. looks like uh, the captain's chair. Nothing's on the chair. Uh, the fuel tank rings as if it still has fuel in it. Mm, and I will also say this, Troy, because you, you did say you were specifically keeping an eye out for things like this. Uh, there is a ship's weapons locker in this room. Mm, Let's try yeah. to get the shuttle on. Yeah. I'm going to shuttle gonna go ahead and go fuel. To it might have, it, it might not be exhausted like the rest of the main ship. It might be able to come on and it might have some kind of log. Sure. Yeah, uh, Tuesday, why don't you go ahead and turn the ship on? I'll go ahead and check the weapons. Sounds good. All right, uh, we'll do you, Troy, first. Uh, you head over, and the, you see that the weapons locker is wide open. It's just been, like, opened. hasn't been torn off its doors or anything, but it's open. Uh, it is empty, uh, but there is some ammunition left. I check for any false uh, false walls in the uh, ammo box. Give me a roll of military training. Why do you sound so disappointed? <laughs> like, mm, they found the bazooka. <laughs> Is this going to be intelligence or combat? Intellect, military training. Okay. Nope. <laughs> okay, you don't find anything. Like, roll for murder, hobo. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dr. Hendricks, uh, give me, I guess, a computer roll to see if you can get the ship power back up. Nope. Okay. Nada. It's to, uh, it's, it would theoretically should be possible. However, uh, the controls are just frozen. You don't see any visual damage or anything to it, so it should work. It just seems like if you maybe if you get you know heated it up, uh, it would work. Yeah, they'll they'll kind of radio back. It's it's yeah. too iced over for me to to start it up. It should work, but the ice is all right. That's a later problem. We'll continue the sweep and put that on the. We'll grab the ammo and throw it in a pouch. By the way, okay. It's uh, give yourself a couple more SM. It's a little more SMG ammo. So okay, yeah. Give yourself two more clips. Got it. Magazines actually not clips. I'm sorry. Uh, gun people get mad at you when you do that. Um, okay, uh, so you leave there. You head on. Uh, the next thing you pass would be the cryo chambers, um, which Ooh. are empty, uh, and you don't, you don't, <laughs> and you don't see any any signs of anything in there. 
Uh, could we, could, can I tell about the size of the crew from the cryo chambers? Yeah. How 12 many chambers. Were expecting? 12, 12 chambers. Yep. About the same size as your ship, basically. This whole ship is roughly the size of your ship. Uh, a little bit more, a little bit bigger because of the storage necessary for a mining vessel. But, could uh, we tell, though, that all 12 vessels were being used? Had they been used, you mean? Yeah. Uh, you would have to get the computers back on for that. Okay. Yeah. It's not like any residue. Up to 12. No. We're looking for up to 12. Yeah, up to 12. Because, I mean, <laughs> you you have, you actually have, I think, 10 or 12 pods on your ship, but you didn't use them all. So, right. yeah. Uh, and the Probably next. Probably up to 11. We've definitely got one corpse. True. <laughs> true, true, true. I mean, not to be that. Pro- probably two. The person, the pilot of the shuttle looks like they lost a lot of blood. And somebody died in the, in the quarters. The very next thing you're getting towards the back of the ship on the, on the second level is the power, it'll be the power core and then the engine. Uh, and you go into the engine room and uh, air, life support and everything is kind of in this area. Yeah. And uh, you see that it, there is uh, more of the laser scoring, shotgun blasts and blood and just bullet holes from SMGs in this room. Uh, and you see that some of the systems have been damaged, uh, which anybody who has any knowledge of anything with ships knows right away that this has, stuff has, this is the reason why the power is powered down so far. It's it's barely running, uh, but the power core is still functioning. Uh, and you can see some of the computer, the computer stuff is still blinking. Barely. Is there anything on any of the screens or monitors? Uh, just the bare power levels okay. and, and, you know, typical readouts you can get, you can, you can examine them if you'd like to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me a roll, a computer roll. I'm going to radio Rosa and ask if there's been any uh, changes in the radiation readouts on the ship now that we're closer and we've been running around in it. Nope. Looks fine. All right. <laughs> Uh, that is absolutely a success. I rolled a three. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so this is, you're, you're looking at this and the radiation thing comes, like it clicks. The problem you were having before with the reading of the ship, you're like, oh, I get it now. So ships are powered with a radioactive core Mm-mm. and radioactive things have half-lives, right? And they degrade over time. And what was driving you crazy is that if the ship's always supposed to be two years out, why has it degraded so much? Because there's at least 100 years of degradation on this ship's core. Oh. Oh, wow. That's weird. They wouldn't reuse a core for something like this, especially. Nope. No, were... not from like a company like Ipsis. And who has um, Not if they who, thought they were going to make bank here. Who has the uh, astrogation... Uh, if not, I would just say piloting probably would be the next one to roll yep. for. I do not have the astro navigation. I have piloting though. All right, roll, roll, uh, roll, piloting, intellect, and piloting. Yeah, seventy. Nah. Okay, you're just like, wow, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's something must have <laughs> premature. Something must have prematurely accelerated the half life because, like you said, I can't imagine anybody would use a salvaged core. <laughs> That'd be dumb. <laughs> Clang. You hear another bang coming from the engine. That's what I heard, Captain. Oh. Is that okay. closer? That's the next room. Oh. <laughs> All right. Everybody alert. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my vibro machete out and my 
rope grapple gun thing in the other hand. McQuiblets, point. <laughs> what are you doing, McQuiblets? Aye, aye, Captain. Jingle, jingle, jingle. I'll close the door behind us again. All right. So we're stuck in here if it chases us. Excellent. <laughs> can't chase us if we can't run. <laughs> That's not reassuring. That is, that is green logic right there. Okay. We're surrounded. Perfect. We got them where we want them. All right, go. <laughs> yeah. We're I, uh, you know, I will. I will uh, hmm, what do I want to do here? You, I'm going to. I'm going to readjust my cowboy hat and then I'm going to go ahead and keep walking that way. Readjust my cowboy hat. Okay. Uh, so there's there's a doorway into the engineering room and it's it's pitch black in there. Uh, it's This is actually the engine room, not engineering. I'm sorry. Uh, and, you know, you heard a clang in there, basically. Other than that, after you do that, it's deathly still. I kind of want to throw a frag in there. <laughs> <laughs> do not throw a frag in there, McQuiblet. I don't say that out loud, but I I, I know I know there. what you're thinking. <laughs> I call in there and I go, Yeah. Is anybody in there? Stay, okay. State your presence. We're here to help. You hear, and it's it's a it's a, a robotic voice, like a like a very damaged uh, android. And you hear, hello. And coming into your flashlight, you see a face like and hands up and the face is like half blown off like the Terminator where it's just like the metal skull. But the rest of the body is basically intact. And it's just like, hello. I say stop right there. Keep your hands where I can see them. Turn around, face your back towards me. Yes, sir. Advance towards the sound of my voice. And I start backing up out of the uh, doorway. It starts backing up. I've got my uh, my <laughs> gun on him. All right, and as it backs up, you see that uh, it does have some blood on its jumpsuit, and it seems to be limping, like it's a, there's some damage to its left leg. Okay. Is there a lot of blood tell, on tell, its hands? Like blood stains on it. Splatters, not necessarily. Very, very, not necessarily, there's blood on it. Like somebody bled on it, yeah. Does this android look like an older model? Uh, no. Not like no, not at all. Two years is not yeah. Mm. Okay, I uh, I tell it to keep coming back towards us till it's out of the room. Okay, it and, shuffles uh, and limps, and it has a hard time walking backwards because it's got some damage to its one leg. Yep, don't care. <laughs> yep, it's not like it feels pain. It's fine. <laughs> yep, and then I'll tell it to get on its knees. It's like it's like I knew someone would eventually come. What What's happened? What's your name? My name is Mr. Christian. I wouldn't not drag myself. My name is Mr. Christian. I am the navigation android for the Octavius. What happened on this ship? Oh, many things. God damn it, I hate androids. <laughs> Look, we've been finding blood and debris everywhere. There was Is there an, anyone or anything other than yourself alive on this ship? Negative. I am not I alive. At, <laughs> I look at Dr. Moonstone and I uh, I, I kind of like nod my head towards the direction of the room that the android came out of. And I said, let's sweep the room quick. I said, Captain, keep your uh, keep point on this guy. 
Christian, start with the first anomalous incident. We jumped uh, as normal. There was some anomalies with the jump. Uh, I believe that the computers, ship's computers malfunctioned. Uh, it appeared that we had possibly traveled backward in time. That, is that a thing that's known to happen sometimes or is that like- It snaps for you right away. You have heard like seafarers legends that that is possible that where the, you know, you jump through hyperspace, the time dilation gets fucked up somehow and you either go forward or backward in time. <coughs> It's like the sort of thing, like, you know, seeing the flying Dutchman, right? Like everybody's like, oh yeah. You know, but usually people are like, that's a bullshit story. It didn't happen. Uh, but- right, So there's no confirmed- um, Not that you're aware, but theoretically it's possible. But theoretically it's possible, yeah. okay. Yeah. We believe that, I believed it to be, um, we believed it to be malfunctions with the ship's computing core. When we uh, arrived, we also scanned the planet. Captain Lestrange detected a structure, the ship's crew was upset. They thought that there was ill luck because of the anomaly and the detection of the structure. They did not want to proceed to the ship's surface. Captain Lestrange took half the crew and proceeded to the ship's surface. Only Thomas returned severely wounded. They wished to depart immediately. I refused as my orders were to stay here and await Captain Lestrange. There was a fight. Everybody died but me. Did you kill them? I had to defend myself. <laughs> uh, my orders Thomas. were to keep the ship for Captain Lestrange. Thomas, unfortunately, was mortally wounded when he returned. He expired from his injuries on ship? Yes. Affirmative. Did you have a chance to inspect the injuries? He appeared to have been shot. Where's the body? With a weapon, with a, did it seem like a gun consistent with the equipment the crew had or unknown weapon? Unknown weapon. Where's the I bodies? Buried, I buried the bodies at space as per naval protocol. Did they have dog tags or anything? Negative. What are dog tags? <laughs> it's fine. I'll notify the first of kin. I've got everything I need. Pat's pocket full of nudes. <laughs> Is this you? <laughs> By the way, I have bad news for you. <laughs> Is this your picture? And it gets worse. <laughs> the structure detected on the planet's surface, was it? did it seem stationary or like a ship or a space station or dock? It was thought to be an extraterrestrial or Xeno structure. On the planet? Affirmative. Do you have recordings of it? Unknown. Ship's Wait. computer malfunctioning due to severe damage to power cores. Wait, so how Sustained long? Sustained in firefight. How long have you been waiting here? Unknown. Well, it's been long enough for the ship's reactor to <laughs> Pass I mean, half life. If they if they jumped backwards, right, and never you can run another backwards. scan to you know like kind of like a carbon dating sort of thing if you want on the blood uh, or you know another. Now that you kind of know what you're now that I know what's up with the reactor, yeah. yeah now that you know to find out by the degradation on the reactor how yeah, you, you, yeah. Space. yeah you can reroll you can reroll and try that for that information. Yeah, hey, that one's better. That's a success. Uh, One hundred and twenty years. 
120 years. So the Xenon structure would be down there still, but 120 years old. Hmm. I would like to clear the room that the Android came out of. Oh, I thought sure. I was doing that. Yeah, you guys, well, I'm sorry. I, I forgot that you guys are dead. So while that conversation is happening, you guys go in there, uh, you sweep the room. It's an engine room. The engine's there. Uh, what you're able to determine is that the hyperdrive uh, is no longer functioning. Uh, however, the ship's thrusters, which it uses to, you know, either land or to uh, traverse, you know, interplanetary distances still function. Or should still function. I fire them up. Not to not to move the ship. I just want to see if they work. Oh. Uh, you would have to get the computer core thawed out and working again for that to happen. Again, yeah. theoretically possible, just like the shuttle. But you just need to uh, you just need to get it up and running. It would have to. You'd have to heat the ship up, hook the generator in, and, and kind of get things warmed up. Right. Right. Okay. Christian, are you familiar with the ship systems? Yes. By my calculations, it appears your ship's reactor core is 120 years old. Can you concur? Unable to concur. My logic core. best estimation. My logic core is unfortunately damaged in the firefight. Shit. Ah, damn it, the android's not going to believe us. It's been 120 years. This is a problem. Mm. What is your current primary objective? To keep the ship and await Captain Lestrange for departure. Those are my last orders. Captain Lestrange, what with the crew down to the Xeno structure? Affirmative. If I could get him to recognize it's been 120 years, he would probably accept Lestrange is dead. But he's not going to do it. <laughs> just kind of like look gestures towards Sydney and just goes, didn't say he was looking for a captain alive. We go down there and find a corpse. Well... Yeah, it would have been it would have been nicer if he could just uh, assume the strange dead in that he'd be over 120 years old now. But I mean that too. It's not gonna happen. Damn this thing. Oh, are you part I... of the same uh, like military organization that Captain Lestrange is? Could you like full rank and give him a new order? No. Uh, I think Lestrange is captain of this particular ship, not necessarily military captain. Correct. Correct. He's Correct. mining. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. this is a mining ship owned by a corporation. So. Roger that. I'm going to exit the room once we clear it, and I'm going to open the door that we came in from the previous room just a little bit, and I'm going to listen really hard. So the room what, the, the room prior to the power core where everybody kind of is? Yes. Okay. Uh, give me your role. I would say uh, intellect and military training. God damn you're, it. You're, you're listening for something, right? You know what you're listening for. You're listening for movement and things like that, right? How about com combat instead? <laughs> okay, go for it. Right, come on. I feel like that's... Go for it, man. Go for it. <laughs> okay, that's a 43. I did get that. You don't hear anything. Damn it. First roll, I succeeded this game. <laughs> <laughs> just, the, just the hum of my katana. Repairing an android's logic core. 
is that something within the realm of my capabilities or no? You have mechanical repair, right? I have mechanical repair and engineering. Um, the next thing in master would be robotics, cybernetics, or artificial intelligence. I would I'm say that, that far. I would say that it's something that would be a stretch for your abilities, but doable. All right. Hmm. Christian, would you permit me to attempt to make repairs on your logic core? Affirmative. All right. Um, Dr. Hendricks, if you could assist. I know you're better with the computer things. <laughs> you would probably need to get him. Oh, that's our ship, probably. Time out. Uh, he, says, he says to you, uh, possibly we need to be extracted to your own ship for repairs to be affected. Hmm. That means we would have to breach the seal. Although I guess that we probably have a decontamination chamber. You already did. You already yeah, did. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, there's an airlock. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Want to bring Rainy a friend? I'm just mm. thinking to myself, if he, if she fucks up the logic core even more, he might make a pretty good Marine. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a soldier, boy? <laughs> Are there um, like viruses that can pass between androids? Is that a thing that's known in this world? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> it also, it's so, it's so freaking cold in here that like nothing, you know, this should be sterile. Oh, I, I mean, like a computer virus. Oh, computer viruses. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they like directly plugged into each other. So keep Rainy away from. Like that, it's like you know, this sexually transmitted android disease. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, Sarah. But uh, you know, as, long as, they, as long as they practice safe computing, they should be Dirty fine. Ports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep their ports clean. All right, uh, Kristen, accompany us back to our ship, and we will attempt to make repairs. Acknowledged. Can you just, may I stand? Yes. Stands up. Hey, we need to finish clearing the ship. Okay. Uh, you clear, you pretty yeah, much. Let's take him with us. We'll have a Christian shamble first. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you shamble through the rest of the ship. Uh, you've seen pretty much everything. The only, the only thing that's left to see are the escape pods. Uh, the med bay and the science lab. Yeah. Uh, the, science lab. the escape pods, there is one jettison. There are typically four escape pods. There's only three. One of them has been jettisoned. Christian, uh, did also, any of the crew escape through the pods? Crew were buried in space, according to fleet protocol, by jettisoning a pod. All right. All right. I do grab the AED. You pile 12 or 11 corpses into this pod? No, no, no. A bunch of the crew didn't come back. He only affirmative. Only oh, that's true. Okay. Bodies of the people yeah. who yeah. are still only Thomas. Yep. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Thomas. That was Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> Imagining this. I was so like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> body in this pod. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the medical bay from the med bay. The medical bay you find uh, is largely intact, and there are supplies. So you know, if you're looking for stuff, it's there. I'm looking for stuff in the in the science bay. The science lab is pretty much. I mean, the, the equipment is there. Mm. Uh, there aren't any samples or anything like that. Mm, I mean, didn't bring nothing back with him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the, honestly, it looked like it looks like it's set up for that, but nobody ever brought anything back. Okay. And so they they he said that they scanned like a structure on the planet. Is that something? Mm -hmm. That's something that if you wanted to rescan the planet with your ship's own. Yeah. Scanners, you could try again. Yeah, so Christian, do you remember the coordinates of the structure? Affirmative. It is close to the equator. 
All right, we can scan again with that with that little yeah. bit of insight. All right, let's take this possibly psychotic, definitely murderous android back with us. Okay, so, so for the record, so for the record, you have the iPad, Mr. Christian, and that's and some coordinates now. Oh, did we not take the? AED. Oh no, we didn't. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, and. McQuiblets has nudie pics to identify. And, yes, and nudes, which is even but now now a hundred year old nudes that somehow went back in time and now came forward. Yeah, they, these are not they were old, but now they're current nudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old current nudes. All right. <laughs> All right, let's head back to the ship. Android right. first. <laughs> so uh, I will let Rosa know. Rosa, please uh have Rainy sequester himself in whatever area of the ship seems right it'll be out of the way of where we need to repair this guy <laughs> <She's> like, <laughs> right captain hey weirdo get yourself in the closet right Open <laughs> 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 oh, brace it with a broom <laughs> i love it <laughs> This is what you get for not showing up, Rainy. I'm just going to text just him Just give him a, a USB full of PDFs of RPGs. Knock yourself out. Like, Plugs in. And that's just like, ooh, Shadows of Esperance. <laughs> Computing. All right. All right. We'll bring, we'll bring this murder android onto our ship. What could possibly right. go wrong? So he walks down and um, Rosa greets you. And the first thing she sees when she sees Christian is like, what the fuck happened to this one's face then? Uh, killed half the crew, protecting its primary objective to wait for the captain. <laughs> Fuck. Looks like somebody got a good licking. <laughs> uh, Moonstone kind of just leaves immediately to go perform experiments on her dust. All right, yes. So <laughs> You're like, I have dust! <laughs> who's, who's doing what, then? Uh, Tuesday's putting those coordinates in and find that, finding that Xeno structure. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'll, start, like I'll take a Christian to whatever repair lab we have and start on repairs and request okay. Patrick's join me when her so when, when their scans are done. So Moonstone, you're going to the science lab. Tuesday is going to the bridge. You're taking. You're going to mechanic engineering. lab engineering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, somewhere there. Uh, Rin, what are you going to do? I am dismantling the AED to create a charge. Uh, something that I can use He's as like, a I single don't know that use. I don't need this, but I'm making a bomb. You're gonna make a bomb. Making okay. A bomb. Where are you? Where are you doing that? Uh, probably in the closet with what's his nuts. <laughs> with Rainy. Yeah. You could do that. Like, it's just know, like I take the fire extinguisher too, the one that's a hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> Another. Ex- there is an expired fire extinguisher on that ship. If you want to go back and get it, Troy, that's a huge inside joke that we will tell you about one day, everyone. Uh, you um, know, uh, I think I think the AED is going to take the uh, take its place this this uh, this game. Okay, so you're you go off and make a bomb. All right, so let's let's do this. Let's start with make a bomb. Let's start with Tuesday. Uh, give me a computer roll. Uh, give yourself another 20% bonus because you now have the coordinates. I Yeah, that is a hard success. That is a 36 under 78. Sweet. Uh, you detect a metal structure by the, equi- by the equator. How close are we to it? You're orbiting the planet. So, I mean, you know, you're orbiting it. From orbit distance. Can we tell yeah, you're within orbit that? distance. Uh, they will come over... Uh, uh, Captain, got to read on the coordinates, found the structure, 
uh, permission to bring us closer into a landing? Hold that thought. Yeah, uh, let's try to get the Android um, more functional, get a bit more information before we get close. Done. Moonstone, uh, give me a geology roll. Okay, geology Is that it? That's the intellect, what am I saying? Oh no, I got a 74. Like I love rocks, I'm bad at them. <laughs> it's definitely dirt. It's definitely dirt. Great. It is definitely dirt. Uh, cool. You you know enough that it's some sort of like silicate dirt. Like okay. okay. Sand. All right. I thought it was instant uh, coffee. <laughs> no. The planet you're looking at is like orange red. This is like orange red dust. It's not a big. She takes deep. a pickaxe. So I know that it's from the planet. <laughs> you take licks of. I know bumbles and I know planets. <laughs> this here is from that planet. <laughs> I love how Yukon Cornelius has now come Both. into both. That has to be a running thing. Let's get him in the next one. Every, everything. It's going to be that's hard. Gonna it's going to be really hard for, for Bluebeard's bride to get Yukon Cornelius. Oh, that's not happening. Kids on I will bikes. somehow work that in Kids now. Kids on bikes, though. Someone yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cornelius. Someone, yeah, somebody's just straight up uh, dressed as Yukon Cornelius. All right. Uh, Rin, give me, you have demolitions, right? Yes, I do. Give me a roll, man. See if the ship gets blown up and this this whole show ends early. And I'm assuming I make that roll based <laughs> off of into space. combat. <laughs> uh, combat. So it would be well, well. It's but you have demolitions, right? Or yeah. explosives. So that would be combat plus fifteen percent. Yeah. Good. Okay. I mean, yeah. we've got about a half an hour of time before we end. Maybe exploding isn't that bad. <laughs> Uh, so I got a 59, which is two points too much. You think it works? Yeah, <laughs> great. Hell yeah, that's what like, I need. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't blow anything up, it should work. Well, again, now so let's... I was I was kind of trying to salvage... Um, this is what you get for making wasn't... bombs in a closet with an android. Right. <laughs> By the way, while you're doing that, Rainy's like, hi, what are you doing? Hi, neighbor. I need total silence. What's that? I tell him I need total silence. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Oakley, Oakley. Oakley, Oakley. I, I, uh, I, I'm not. Just to clarify, I'm not making a bomb. I'm trying to make a charge. Okay. So a component of a bomb, right? Understood. Because uh, I don't think a AED could be a bomb, but it does have an electrical component that I could probably turn into some sort of charge. So the hilarious gotcha. thing being, he already has plenty of bombs. <laughs> He's so you, just like, I want to make a heart paddles into part of a bomb yeah. even though we have like several bombs six grenades yeah the guy's yeah, he's got six the, grenades but he's like, he's like i need more typical marine uh you think <laughs> you should be able to get it to work okay now captain yes. uh you take mr christian into the engineering room i guess yeah and, uh, and what are you going to try to do i'm going to try to start repairs um specifically uh, he identified that his logic core had been corrupted, which is why he cannot concur my analysis mm -hmm. of time and whatnot. I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you begin um, taking, guess you take it out of his head. Yep. <laughs> and you just kind of like take it out, but he's, he's still powered on while you're doing that. And you're just working on it. And as you're working on it, uh, give me your roll. It's like right. Jordy working on, on data. Here yeah. we go. 
55 dc is 60 yeah so that's a critical success so you're so you're working on that role oh, it is. You're like oh man i'm getting this thing to work and you have it plugged into like i almost imagine like your own little ipad and you're looking at the diagnostics yeah. and stuff while you're running it and just as you, you get the call from tuesday about permission to bring the ship closer and you're looking at the readouts as you're reading it and you're like this thing is like beyond fucked his logic core and you you realize that that breakdown can cause like psychotic episodes in androids and just as you realize that and the radio comes through you hear like behind you and you don't have to roll a surprise roll because what? you rolled a critical success you turn around and mr christian's like there with he grabbed like a sharp piece of steel and he's like coming at you <laughs> so give me a speed roll paranoid person about androids brought the android onto our ship <laughs> and I, I brought onto the ship knowing the risk okay so you so you succeed so you get oh, to go first you went into the closet willingly all right i am <laughs> i'm gonna try to get oh shit this is the engineering room there's a lot of important stuff in here there's like what wrenches and stuff. No, there's yeah, there's important stuff in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can't just like shut the door on this one. Yeah, as I say, I don't want to leave the psychotic android alone in this particular room, actually. In fact, hmm. Its leg is Ooh, fucked up. He's limping, yeah. Just start running away. Run towards the marine. <laughs> yeah, you know, if he's coming at me, I'm actually I am gonna try to lead him out of the engineering room and go onto my comms like. Uh, <laughs> Need assistance, all hands. The android's going berserk. <laughs> so, so, that, so basically, that's you're you're allowed to take two tur- two moves and two actions. Uh, there is a little cheat sheet. I did I did stick to send that to you guys. Yeah. Uh, but in combat, you are allowed to take two actions. So figure attack move. Move is an action, and uh, getting on comms and calling everyone is definitely an action. Yep. So uh, I and, will move out of the room and comms. And you can move up to half your speed in meters. So what's what's your speed? My speed is 52. All right, so you got 26, 26, 26 uh, yeah. meters worth of movement. That's a hell of a lot. So you, you, I mean, you easily outpace him because he's got a limp. So yep. you just I book it and hall. what do you say on the comms? I'm actually not going to lose. Uh, I'm going to try to avoid losing visual with the room. I'll get to like the end of the hall and I'll, I'll like wait there to see if he comes out and keep track of him. Okay. On the comms, I'll say, uh, need assistance, particularly in equivalents. The androids going berserk in engineering. All right, so you, awesome. you head down, you kind of like run down the hallway and you see him like, and he's like, and he sees you and he's kind of like stumbling at you, but his speed is severely damaged because his legs all messed up. He gets about, he can move about half the distance you can in around, but he makes it closer to you. Uh, I will say that the closet is within that hallway too, Rin. So you pop out next, <laughs> you pop out of the closet next turn. And yeah. uh, so make a speed, everybody make a speed roll again, because you do, we do this every turn. Uh, Tuesday and Moonstone, is there anything you guys want to do? You're in different parts of the ship. I would like to get to uh, the, I don't know what these places are called, but the main area with like security and like computer. I want to shut, I want to see what the captain is doing and try and shut off sections of the ship to kind of. You would have to go, you'd have to go to the bridge to do that. Yeah, Yeah. the bridge. Thank you. All right. So we'll say that'll take you probably two rounds to get. Okay. Good idea. Uh, Tuesday, anything you want to do? You're actually in the bridge. You could do that. Look at stuff. Oh, that's true. Shut things down if you want to. Yeah, you're already there. 
Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, shut engineering, so it can't get back in there. <laughs> yeah. Has, can I see that it's left engineering? Yeah. These cameras all over the ship. You can see that. Okay. Perfect. So they are going to shut down engineering, uh, shut down the door to engineering as well as any other important rooms that there are not yeah. people in. Okay. All right. So you could, I mean, you would conceivably doing that would seal Moonstone in the science lab and she wouldn't be able to get out. Uh, uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not going to close the rooms in there. I, or I'll, I'll ask, I'll, you know, say, you know, I'll just call it Moonstone. Shut down the lab door. Or are you coming out? I mean, shut it down once I'm out. Yes. Okay. All right. So we'll say that's what you're doing. It's going to take you two rounds, Moonstone. So we'll worry about that. Yeah. Actually, uh, if, if Tuesday is going to do that, then I probably won't head that way. What do you want to do? Mm, what I was this? Uh, what were the speed rolls? I'm giving them a turn, then we'll do it again, basically. So I, um, I roll for speed? Yeah, you get one action. I'll give you one turn of actions, and then we're going to roll again. You roll your speed, a speed check. Basically, it's if you succeed, you go before the android. If you fail, you go after him. Gotcha. Okay. I just got yeah. fucked. <laughs> I failed. Okay. But, uh, All right. So I'm you're, heading, you're. I'm heading towards the android instead, then. Okay, you're going to head that direction. Yes. Uh, what did you roll, Captain Daniels? I got a 64, and my DC is 52. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Uh, Rin, what did you get on your speed roll? No, I got a 78. My speed's 35. Shit. <laughs> okay. So you so you're like you're like get here, man, and you hear like the closet door open behind like, the, the android. <laughs> but as you're doing it, you're trying to back up, and you just like stumble a minute, and it's just enough room and, and time for the android for Mr. Christian to get at you. Oh, um, wait, be, before that happens, though, I wanted to yep. say to uh, when she came out and said she needed help, <laughs> I wanted yep. to look at Rainy and go, "You ever hear of Rock'em Sock'em Robots?" Time to fucking lock and load. <laughs> and I give him like a pat on the shoulder with my Android arm. Like, let's He's go like, kill some Android. Oakley Dokley. Oh my gosh. I'm going to get both of the Androids. I know. I know. I, I think I'm more scared of Rainy right now. <laughs> I would hate for like an Android to attack me and then just say Oakley Dokley. Oakley like, that's Dokley. terrifying. Just like, Why are you crying, neighborino? Slims <laughs> into you. That was neato. Yeah, exactly. When he tears his shirt off and he's like completely buff, that's when he's in trouble. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Mr. Christian is coming at you with a knife. Shit. So he's going to go after you. And it's an opposed role. He rolls 28. Shit. And that's going to be against your combat. Combat. Uh, what do is I your combat? My, do, I, do I add my military? No, he's, going after, he's going after Captain Daniels, not you, yep. bro. My yeah. combat. So I'm my combat. I got a 17 and my combat is 46. So you rolled better than he did. Okay. I'm gonna die. So, so how do you go? How do you do opposed Christian? How do you do opposed opposed rolls? I trying to get both, more both under here. Both parties, both parties roll. Uh, basically the party, my understanding is this, and I'm not gonna stop and look it up because we're rolling now. Uh, whoever succeeds more. Yeah, so, she gets, she so rolled, if I succeeded she rolled by 30, so, that'd be yeah. something so to succeed by better roll, better roll succeeds. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, just a straight better roll. So yeah. if he rolled a 50 and she rolled a 49, but he yep. had no combat you know training what? at all and she had to shoot. I'm going to just double check that real quick. Yeah. I would think that it's like the amount yeah. you succeeded by is I, That's I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but let's just double check real quick. 
How do I attack? You make an opposed check in combat. The attacker makes a combat check against the defender's armor save. I'm sorry. So it is armor save. Oh. Uh, if the attacker succeeds, they roll the weapon's damage. Uh, and this is close. Co- oh, no, wait, wait, wait. In close quarters combat, the attacker makes a combat check as usual, but the defender can decide if they want to oppose that role with their armor save or another combat check to counterattack. Combat. <laughs> or a body save. All right. So if you counterattack, you could conceivably... And I would say that uh, you you succeeded uh, better than they did. So I'm going to say that you um, you succeeded that if you fought back. So you get to do some damage to him. Excellent. I'm just he's he's open right now. So I'm yep. just kind of grabbing shit and ripping it. Like <laughs> okay, uh, I'd say that's like one d ten damage. All right, he's like, ah, with the knife. I'm like, ah, pulling wires out of his head and shit. (laughs) Yeah, he's coming at you. You manage to, like, block the knife. Like, you know, get the arm up and block it, and you're just, like, pulling shit out of his head. (laughs) His open head. It's not horrifying at all. So give me one to ten damage. (laughs) Three? Yep, I just, like, deleted Microsoft Edge. He's now more efficient. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Just ripped Microsoft Edge out of him, like, ah. So that was that was twenty. He still he still uses Internet Explorer. (laughs) Windows ninety five. So he uh, yeah he's 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 like stuttering a little bit, but he's still he's still coming. Uh, Rin kill 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 must kill pain. All I know is pain. Uh, Rin, you get to go. What do you want to do? He just pops up like I see you're trying to commit murder. Would you like help? (laughs) The little little clip. Would you want our help? The little paper clip guy. Yeah. I pop oh. out of the closet. Yep. I advance swiftly to uh, where uh, the robot is, and I yep. fucking slice and dice with my vibrating katana. Roll that. Roll it, man. Roll it. So it's a combat check, right? Combat check, yep. And do I add my military training or no? You absolutely do. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It's a combat training. Uh, what The weapon training is what you add to it. Um, so you're using the... The katana. Katana. Fuck it, just add your military training. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say athletics goes into close quarters combat, but military yeah. does not. Yeah, oh, I would say military. No, just do military. No, it doesn't. Huh, weird. We're gonna, we're making I, mean, I, do have, I do have athletics too, though, but it, it doesn't matter. I succeeded either way. I got a 32. All right, roll your damage, man, because he rolled a 58 on his on his uh, body shape. No, so he failed. Military, military training does go into close quarters combat. Oh, does it? Am I just not yeah, looking at this I'm right? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. There's like an arrow. Before. It's a horribly tiny arrow, yeah. but it yeah, you really have to. Above this is what happens with old school games viewers. You make judgment calls while you. Oh, roll it branches game. twice on that down. Okay, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, mean, I don't know how well it'll show on my camera, but yeah, There's this a little, is how yeah. your skill tree looks. <laughs> so, all right, Troy, roll, roll, buddy, roll your, yep, roll your damage. Sorry, I'm look, I'm looking up damage here. I think it is. Which do you want me to use the two D ten for the vibe shat? Vibe shatty. Yep. Yep. Uh, 12. 12? Yep. You kill him. How do you do that? Uh, I mean, I fucking just, I guess I just like kind of come up behind him and I just do like, uh, I do this like, ah, oh, man, you can't see me. But anyways, I guess I just like spin the blade to either one of my sides to get a little bit of momentum. And then I just slice right down the center. Oh god! All right, so, so you're like pulling wires out of this thing, and all of a sudden it's just like shing, oh, and it doesn't and, go and straight. The blade, the blade stops right in front of the captain's face. Yes, perfect, 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 perf
he's just like malfunctioning <laughs> and he just kind of goes just falls over he's done i pull out the blade from the husk of this dead android and i like christian wipe it kill on, me like, guys thanks cloth. Yeah, yeah sorry christian sorry. wipe it on this little cloth and resheath it go you okay captain yeah i'm good thanks i fucking knew this was gonna happen uh are we Logic good fucked <laughs> yep we're good all right i turn around and i look at rainy and i just give him the fucking like don't try anything stupid <laughs> he just looks like, out I, like, I do the gesture of like cutting your neck like <laughs> he's just like he looks out and he's like oh my but he never loses like his smile <laughs> i'm gonna bring this uh I'm going to take whatever is useful out of this android. Okay. To get information from. You also still have the captain's iPad. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to convene with Hendrix to go through this stuff. Okay. All right. I, uh, I do want to ask, sorry to interrupt guys real yep. quick. Uh, Christian, I know uh, we originally planned this as a one shot. Do, yep. How much more do you think we have uh, scheduled? I'm going to try to keep this uh, as a quarter. I think if we're going to do this as a one shot, we'd be done by 10. That's what I think, if that's okay with everybody. I can kind of speed things up here a little bit if you want to. Um. Well, so I, I guess... <laughs> So I was anticipating it being a standard kind of like three hour session, roughly. Yep. Um, I do have some friends that are supposed to be coming over here in about 25 minutes. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I can stay on and play. Uh, but uh, my other thought was we could potentially break it up into a separate session and load it. But like before next Friday, like, I don't know if that would be. Uh, I think, why don't we, why don't we just keep going? We'll speed things up a little bit. That's all. Uh, so We'll, right. we'll, we'll do as best we can to get it done. We'll try for nine thirty. Might take it to take it to uh, you know a little more than that, like nine, you know, quarter or ten, maybe. Um, okay. That's that's acceptable. So um, yeah. I will say get this: there, you convene, got, go through stuff. <laughs> yeah, you convene, you go through the stuff. Here's what you find: you're you're able to pull up the the uh, the you're able to get the iPad working. It's her log. Uh, what the log says is this: uh, they jumped. They arrived. They thought there was some sort of malfunction with it with the ship's computer. Uh, also, there was a major malfunction with Mister Christian, who went apeshit crazy and killed a bunch of the crew. Uh, they jettisoned him through what they managed to. And there was a running gunfight throughout the ship. Uh, they managed to basically trick him into one of the uh, escape pods and jettisoned him onto the planet. Uh, the rest of the remaining crew who were alive uh, thought that was extremely bad luck and wanted to leave. The captain Lestrange, whoever, had detected the alien ruins, which are worth tons of money if you find them. Uh, so she insisted on going down there. Uh, and that was the end of the log. And Christian came back, <laughs> basically. <Yep. laughs> we need to take part. Shut down Rainy now. <laughs> I'm going to show up, put in the code whoever to turn Rainy off right now. It's just like, oh my. <laughs> Great. Because their computer malfunctioned. We have had a malfunction traveling here as yeah. well to the same coordinate. This seems prudent. I was just going to say, I, is there friends. a way to tell like that we're still in the right time? I mean, your ship computer keeps track of time. Uh, it has not appeared to malfunction at all. Mm. They were pretty, the, the log was pretty adamant that, you know, their, their shipped computer, like Y2K, you know, mm, what was supposed okay. to happen at the turn of the century that didn't. Okay. They had, they had some issues. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. 
I'm going to, I'm going to go down and make sure that I disable Rainy. <laughs> I can put him back together if I need to, but he, yeah, you can, you just, now, so you can take the ba- you can take the battery right out of there if you want. Yeah. We'll like put that yeah. in a separate area. I will turn you on when we need you and double check that logic core before I do it. <laughs> Looks fine. Looks fine. No rolls necessary. We're speeding things along. Yep. What else you All want right. to do? Yeah. So um, what is the next plan of action? Are we going down there? That is, I mean, this is, I'm the captain, but this is your mission. This is being uh, paid for by your university. You know I want to go down there. We, yeah, we got hired for what? Signs of life. How about signs of death? One comes with the other. It's the territory. All right, let's let's uh let's chart a course to fly low over the planet and see if we can make visual with the ruins without landing. Maybe orbit it a couple times. <laughs> Circle, see what we can uh see what we can see without touching it first. Um, Lestrange is still down there. Optic I mean, cap flips open. <laughs> or <laughs> Or her remains, at least. Yeah, 120 years ago, still down there. Okay, so I mean, it's uh, an alien for uh, it's an alien structure. They could have cryo or something. Who knows? So you you take the ship down, and uh, you you go down on the planet. And as you fly over, you begin to fly close to the planet's surface. And uh, as you fly over, you can look out and you can view the planet's surface, and you see that. Um, Definitely, you know, the doctors, the scientists with knowledge of planetology, you see that this planet did once hold at least water. Uh, you see the, you know, old coastlines and riverbeds and things like that. And you see some petrified forests and things. So this was a, a life-bearing planet at some point in time. Uh, the star going red giant would have blown that atmosphere away and just kind of ended it. Uh, and as you fly to the coordinates, what you see is kind of a very big box canyon that you begin flying down and set into the walls are, imagine a... Uh, 16, 20 foot tall silver metal doors. Looks like the entrance to the mines of Moria. You see that. And uh, what you can see as you fly over, even though you're you're still a couple hundred feet over, uh, you can clearly see um, there's no wind, obviously, or anything like that on a planet with no atmosphere anymore. So anything, any footprints or any any impacts or or like, you know, the blast from a ship landing is still very visible when you fly over. You see a a shuttle landed there at some point right outside of it. Can I tell how long ago, like that? Nope. Because um, it's, not, I not mean, the sh- not the ship landing, the, the yeah. planet um, <clears throat> kind of not losing its atmosphere. Oh, I see. Uh, that would have probably occurred around the time that the sun just, you know, heated up and expanded greatly. Are we talking so, like thousands of years or you know, hundreds of thousands? Hundreds. Of okay. Yeah. Probably hundreds of thousands. Hmm. All right. If we're if we're still ready to to take a look around, let's land the ship uh, near-ish where the other shuttle uh, touched on, but not so close that it'll disturb any tracks or anything. Sure, the Bax Canyon's big enough that you could fit. Your ship is much much bigger than the uh, than the shuttle was, uh, but you're able to you're able to land land it, and uh, you're you're landed. You touch it down, no problem. I would say probably about a couple hundred yards away from the entrance. And this shuttle they put down right in front of the doors. So damn. All right. Uh, suit up. Follow all containment and quarantine procedures. <laughs> um, 
and head out, leave Rosa on the ship again, um, especially now that Rainy is powered down. You're our, you're, you're our like point, your HQ. <laughs> with permanent oh, smile, completely powered down, just sitting there, like just dreaming, just, dreaming of role-playing games. Put like a lampshade over its head. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, uh, does everybody here have military training or uh, Tuesday doesn't? Tuesday doesn't. And Tuesday might be the only one. Okay. Well, I'm assuming. Troy, by the way, Troy, I would say that we'll, we'll be done by quarter of 10 with this. Okay. All right. When, when we're all strapping up and stuff like that, um, I would imagine. I think, uh, Moonstone, you were behind me for most of the expedition. You all notice you look a little closer at the battle gear and the various patches that I have, and they've got dog tags that are stamped into them. And you know that probably means there were a lot of dead people that are on my back right now. <laughs> it's just kind of like uh, a foreboding, foreshadowing sign for the three of you. Three dog tags on my back already. Three people behind me right now. Yeah. And Yeehaw. Jingle, and jangle, three of you. jingle, jangle. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hopefully friends he's lost and not people he's killed. <laughs> I so feel far you... more with my spurs. Memento is not trophies. Right, right, right. As you exit the ship, uh, Right away, you notice Moonstone. This is the dust that you picked up. Ah, it's, it's everywhere. Dust, dust. This is the dust, and uh, there are you know you leave footprints in it as you walk, and they don't go away because there's no wind, there's no atmosphere, uh, and you walk up to the to the where the ship landed, and, and going up to the doors, the, these big massive doors is kind of put right into the walls of this box canyon. Silver metal. Uh, it does not look a day old. Uh, the metal. Uh, it's very, very perfectly smooth, and it just does not look a day old. Uh, and you see where the ship landed. You can see where the ramp came down from the shuttle. You can see the footprints walking up to it. Uh, and you see, you know, another set of footprints actually coming down and like into the shuttle. You do not you see footprints going in, but you see no footprints coming out. Close his door. <laughs> just kidding. Now that's, but the shuttle's no longer there, uh, but you walk up to the doors, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any sign of blood? Um, uh, near the footprints? Wouldn't it be able to tell because of the dust? Okay. Yeah, everything gets to, would be the same color. Uh, but it doesn't look like any liquid like landed on it, no. <laughs> Tuesday is... Give me an intellect pictures. check, actually, if you want to. <laughs> I put out my little UV light. <laughs> yeah. yeah, give me an intellect check if you want to. Gee, I got a 46 and I have a 45. <laughs> I'll give you this one um, because it's one point. This was this was uh, Mr. Christian. You notice a little bit of a drag and a limp in the steps. They shot him down on the planet and he managed to find them and like get back on the shuttle and fly back Jeez. after he killed everyone. Yeah. Psychotic fucking androids. <laughs> Mr. Christian, the name should have said something. I mean, who is it? Yeah. Who, who created a mutiny, right? He uh, looked upon an elder evil and went mad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you go up to the doors, and as you walk up to them, uh, once you get within like 10, 10 feet of them, uh, you see that they light up with this green, green lights on them. Uh, you imagine, you don't know, Tuesday you would be the one who has the most uh, knowledge of these things. It looks like it possibly is some sort of Xeno like writing. But they write up, they light up. And then it's, it's actually a metal door, but what it does is it just kind of shimmers and almost like peels away like a membrane and opens. And as so. soon as it does, a wind actually comes out of, out of the base as well. Atmosphere. I, I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask 
um, Rosa, she has linguistics. I'm going to ask her if she can make, uh, make any sense of the writing with my, um, body cam. Okay. Uh, you speak Spanish. Can you read alien? Oh yeah. This is, (laughs) Oh dude. Like how the fuck am I supposed to read that? You wanker. She's like, I'm Australian. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you wanker. Worth a shot. You know what might be able to read it? Rainy. You know, we're not turning on Rainy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it Rainy that had linguistics? Yeah, I Rainy think it was has Rainy. linguistics too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Rainy was C3PO, bro. Rosa was C3PO. My bad. Nah. Um, Tuesday has been taking pictures with their their pad the entire time, just like of the doors, of the writing, of everything. And you have you have you have some scanners of you both you and Princess Wu. So I'd imagine you're both scanning things. Uh, so there is there's an atmosphere in there. There's a wind that comes out of that, and uh, it detects right away that it is it is a breathable atmosphere for you. Uh, it is a little bit high in oxygen level, uh, so if you spend a lot of time in there, you might get headaches or something like that. But it is definitely breathable for Earth people. Um, with Zeno this is life a, forms, but this, like is a 16 foot, this is a 16 foot high door and you look in and that hallway is also 16 feet tall and there are green running lights along the door, along the walls, but very, very low, just enough. So again, same thing as almost the same thing as, as the, uh, the spaceship you were just on. It's dark. It's fucking dark in there. What was the question you were just going to say? Uh, like this like world building question. Um, yeah. Is intelligent like Zeno life something that is like known in the universe? Like it has there... been found. Uh, you have found, evidence has been found of it in the past. Uh, I would say that. Anything as cro- advanced as this? Like, do we have like friendlies, you know, species? Ship, like that Ships have, have crossed in the night where you found evidence of, of advanced civilizations, but they're long gone. Things okay. like that. That's that's why those finds are so valuable. You've never made contact like first contact. So it's like kind of xeno archaeology has been done. Correct. Like yeah, you found you found languages, planets, different cultures. You found planets where you had that, and then, and I would say that here and there, a couple times in, in in the exploration, you guys haven't explored a lot of of you know into hyperspace travel is so hard that you haven't really explored like a lot or spread out very far. Uh, there have some been some colony ships that have just launched and never came back, uh, but. You have also found two or three planets where it's like, okay, these are intelligent life, but they're still in like their middle ages or whatever. We're just going to leave them alone, you know, sort okay. of thing. Yeah. Okay. But you've so never this like looks say, fair, This hey, is really advanced hey, for what we know. You have so spaceships. Far. We have spaceships. Let's be friends. That hasn't happened. Okay. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, this is way beyond anything you guys could build though. Hendrix, Moonstone, I just want to remind you both that we've already made groundbreaking discovery. The information we have is very valuable. Let us uh, let us be prudent about balancing information and bringing samples back and actually getting back. <laughs> Got it. Do I have any sort of uh, infrared sensors uh, on my on my heads up display? Sure, why not? Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and put that on over yeah. over maybe one of my eyes. You're gonna this predator looks, that shit. All right, you. This looks very advanced. If huh? you see uh, you see the people with you, and that's all you see right now, ma'am. <laughs> No, that's fine. I'm going to keep it on. <laughs> okay. All right. So do you guys uh, advance into the structure? Oh, yeah. Very yeah. cautiously. If strange, safe, right. armed creatures entered my front door, I would be pissed. <laughs> and find, uh, this place is massive. And for the sake of brevity, we're just going to say you explore, you know, long hallways. You find rooms and chambers. 
uh, and you explore for a while. And after exploring for about 20 minutes, you don't see any sign of life or anything like that. It appears that the base is operating on a low level of power, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be completely fully functional. Um, better than the ship, but you know, not quite you know, up and running the way it could have been. Uh, but you come across an intersection. And in this intersection, uh, again, uh, you see bloodstains, laser scores, and shotgun blasts, uh, and scratches on the floor, just like gouges in the metal. Uh, like a huge battle took place in this place. Oh, shit. Is this place mostly bare and empty, all these rooms? Yes. Can... Okay, okay. Yep. And the the shells and shotgun things and scratches are of similar size. To They're the your stuff. Thing. No, this is the stuff that you found here is your human stuff. Yeah. Isn't giant size stuff. You found human shotgun mm. like casings and things. The scratches too. I'm looking at claws. Uh, scratches are pretty big. Scratches are pretty big. Hendrix, this is you. Claws, oh, yeah. tools. Oh, they're not laser scratches. They're like claws. No, scratches. like something like. Oh, can yeah. I uh, make a little roll for this bad boy? Go for it. Mother, f- same thing. Fucking 75 over 68 for the wow. third time tonight. You just, you, Dr. Louisa just came back to haunt this entire game. No. Dr. Louisa was her Call of Cthulhu character, did the same thing. Uh, Take pictures. <laughs> yeah, they're taking scans. They're just like, okay. I have no clue. They're taking pictures. While you're doing that, I guess the rest of you guys are kind of looking around. Yeah, keeping uh, alert. <laughs> Captain Daniels, you're looking around, you're scanning your flashlight. As you do, you scan down one of the hallways. Just at the edge of the, of where the shadow light falls, which fade into shadow, you see a little girl. Just a little girl barefoot wearing a white dress with long black hair. And she's just standing there and she looks at you and she goes, and she runs off into the darkness. Take a stress. Did that make sound? Shit. Her running? Nope. Hmm. We gotta get her some spurs. No pitter-patters. Rosa, can you play back on my body cam about 15 seconds? Tell me if you saw anything. Do you have a body cam? Yep. Yeah. Uh, she's like, right. What am I looking for? I think. Oh, maybe I don't actually. We'll say you do. It's cool. This is cool. Uh, right. What are you looking for then? Mm, humanoid. Humanoid creature, approximately four feet tall at the end of the hallway. You breathe in that air or something? <laughs> Nothing on the camera, I take it? Nope. You right. see something, boss? Thought I did. <laughs> it said to be quiet, Rin McQuiblets. Jingle, jingle, jingle. What it say? <laughs> the metal that they use to build this structure, can I tell if it's um, like foreign to us or? Yes. Uh, you don't need to roll. It is an unidentifiable alloy of some sort. Okay. You think that it probably contains elements that we are unaware of as human beings. Okay. I'm going to take some. If Which I is a tremendous find. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this is if this structure also existed like before 120 years ago, back when there was an atmosphere and stuff like that, then it's unweathered too, which is pretty impressive. It wasn't an atmosphere 120 years ago. No, I'm sorry. Yes. 
That's true. Yeah, yeah. there's there hasn't been an atmosphere that's here for true. hundreds of thousands. Oh of yeah, years. yeah, that's true. Yeah, so this is this has been here a long ass time, and it doesn't look like it's it's weathered. It's weathered in really well. In uh, growing through it, what you what you, you the impression you get was that this might have been a, a much more functional base at some point in time, and a lot of the equipment has been moved out of it. I hate to be the uh, voice of reason, but uh, what are we looking to accomplish here? We we found. <laughs> well, look at this thing. I like turn around. I'm like, look at this. Look look at this. I do one of the uh, like Will Smith memes where I like hold both my arms out. Like, all <laughs> of this. And I'm like, can't we just give them this and I mean, say, hey, look at this shit. Someone else go look in there. I mean, there's breathable oxygen here. If there's still a living thing, then that somebody is. more equipped for that kind of encounter can come back. I am. Are we not in equipped a, for that? I'm in agreement with McQuiblets. I think we should go back now with what we have. Hendrix, if you want to take some swabs of the claw marks in case you pick up any uh, shed DNA or cells, do that now. Sure. But, um, what did you see? I mean, we're supposed to be looking for signs of life. Looked like a human child. So you can see my concern here. <laughs> a child? A human child. Which it obviously cannot be. Even if Lestrange was pregnant, lived, her child would be much older now. So it's either... An illusion, a hallucination, or an android child. If it was an illusion- Didn't show up on the body cam, Rosa checked. If it was an illusion or an android, then Rosa would have seen it. Okay. That leaves hallucination. (coughs) Well, if it was in, depending on the nature of the illusion, the camera may not have picked it up if it were, Mm -hmm. depending on what it was constructed of or how it was done, but. Regardless, I think we should go. <laughs> All right. Get, give me a couple minutes to get the swabs out of this and I'll, you know, they'll kind of like, you know, squat down and try and grab what they can out of. Swabbing for stray cells. <laughs> yeah, basically. While you're doing that, um, go ahead, Rin. I'm going to carve my initials in the metal with my katana. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I try. Do I discover the metal is impenetrable? You discover that you're dulling your blade and doing that. Okay, I'll put it back. Uh, Tuesday, you're you're collecting those samples. Uh, I yep. guess everybody else is kind of like keep an eye out. Yep, watching Rin always try- on this intersection here. Rin, Rin is trying to uh, to vandalize the base. And um, you, as you're scooping down and you're doing that, you hear in your ear, inside your helmet, Uh, what was that? What? Take a point of stress. Hendrix? I look over at uh, Hendrix and I'm like, what'd you say? One of you guys didn't say that? I have said nothing. None of you heard it? Bag your samples, let's go. (laughs) Some, Some voice said, help me. Fuck your samples. Let's go. <laughs> no, give, me, give me just one, just one minute. This is this is my life's work, man. Throw it in the bag. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna look up again, and I'm gonna. I've got my uh, I've got my SMG in my hands with the flashlight again. Okay. And, uh, I'm I'm scanning the ceiling for heat signatures and anything like that too. Nothing on the ceiling. 
Nope. Moon, you always going to check above, though. As you look around, you, you scan the ceiling and you continue to look around. Uh, you're looking, you, your flashlight goes down another hallway. And same thing as you don't know what Sydney experienced, but you look down the hallway and just on the edge of that flashlight light, and you've got one eye going with heat signature and you've got one just scanning with light, uh, the light falls. And what you see, you actually see a, a very beautiful full grown woman uh, in a similar gown and barefoot with long flowing black hair, white gown, just kind of standing there. Uh, seeing you, she looks very, very sad. The light falls apart her. She's not casting any sort of heat signature. You don't see anything on your heat signature eye. I Take a point of stress. Eye. You let off a shot? Yep, as quick okay. as I can. All right, roll oh. combat and roll combat and uh, yeah, go, roll for it. I'm assuming I add military training to this yep. one. It's a yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, I critically failed. I got an 88. Your gun, you let off a couple shots and your gun jams you got some of that dust in it uh she just disappears uh um, what was that equivalent for? that shot echoes and echoes and echoes through these chambers and very very far away you all hear let's move out of here time to go yeah. I'm jamming yeah. my gun as I'm running. Okay. <laughs> they throws whatever samples they got into their bag. Give me, give me an intellect check, all of you. Oh shit! I got right. a six. Yeah. <laughs> I actually succeeded at one fucking roll. <laughs> Good job, guys. So that means you remember basically the direction you have to go out because you've been wandering through this massive base yep. for quite some time. I also um, succeeded if it means anything. Yeah, I also so, succeeded. Yes. So you're oh, left, right. Good job, guys. So you're you're just like booking it, and uh, as you're running, uh, like lights are just your lights are just flashing because you're running, and um, you're running and you're running and you're running and you're going. You're about to head through this pretty big chamber uh, and moonstone as you're running uh you see going into that chamber you see a little girl in a white dress who's barefoot long flowing black hair and she's just like waving at you and pointing in a different direction from the direction you're running in take a point of stress <laughs> and also is At what point do we inform you our stress is like reached a mechanically important? Uh, it only becomes mechanically important when you have to make a sanity check. Because when you make a sanity check, you're trying to roll over your stress. Okay. So, so you get stressed okay. out, you get stressed out, you get stressed out, you roll 2d10 and you got to get over, over the stress to be okay. Captain, La the little girl was wearing a white dress. Keep white moving, hair. Moonstone. I saw do you, her. <laughs> do you do you ignore what I she's ignore doing? I ignore her. And, okay. and I keep running, but I saw so, her. <laughs> okay, you all keep running. Yep, keep as, running. As you're running, uh, you run into the chamber, and the door is just whoosh, behind ah, you. Oh, behind. And me. out of the dark, Fuck. by the ceiling, Troy, uh, yeah, you see these see forms it. just kind of jump down and land around you. There's four of them. Actually, I'll say three. There's three of them. Uh, land around you. <laughs> Had to be nice. Some of you are squishy. And uh, what they look like uh, is they're human size. They have gray skin through the cords of their muscles on the gray skin. They're naked. You see like wires running, like almost like some of this metal that you see that you can't identify is incorporated in their body ends in very, very long claws. Their cheek, imagine if like your cheeks are removed and you can just see like all the teeth and everything. 
but they've been turned into like fangs, very large black eyes that have been actually taken out of a human skull and just like inserted like some sort of different eyes have been put there. Uh, all of you take a point of stress and what? now roll a panic check. What the where fuck? Do keep, where do we keep track of our stress uh, check? Uh, uh, so your stress is right next to your uh, resolve and your health. And it is? It's above strength speed. It's above yep. your uh, stats. All right, and we're rolling above our stress. So my stress is four right now and I got yep, a so you, 14. You got to roll above your stress. That's all you need to do. So it's 2d10 and you need to roll above your stress. I feel like oh, okay. I did something wrong. Okay. What is your stress supposed to be? So you start at two. You start at two. You gained one point. You gained, you'd have a four now because you okay. gained a point for seeing this the girl and a point just for seeing these guys. And you need to roll 2d10 and get over that to not freak out. Yeah, I, uh, I passed as well. Okay, good. Everybody passed? All right, so uh, you're fine. I would say you're not surprised. Uh, these things are coming at you. Roll your speed. I'm very surprised. <laughs> not surprised because I was watching no! the ceiling. How no. did I pass? Critical fail. <laughs> oh, no. 99, uh, what if we, fuck me. <laughs> what if we get our score? Like, I got a 35, that's my speed. You pass. Oh, we pass? You pass. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I also pass. So we got Troy and Moonstone pass. I also pass somehow. My speed is awful. Yeah, this is where it comes back, Hendrix. Uh, so the captain fails. All right. So uh, I'll start with you, Troy, because you've had a gun up and ready. Uh, what yeah, are you going to do? At the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Um, is the door that closed behind us the same material? Yep. Hmm. Is there any sort of um, thing that I can easily identify on the wall, like a keypad or a punch code or anything? Are you like going to spend your actions looking for that? Um, could I spend no, one action hostels. looking for that? If you want to, yeah. And Wait, then spend. The, but that was the door behind us, right? The way that was the door forward, behind. The so there is. This is, so is a, this is a chamber where there are some other. There are. There's a hallway to your left, as a matter of fact. And that's the hallway um, we think we need to take to get. And out, if you're so. looking over there, there is a. Beautiful, dark-haired woman in a white dress, barefoot, very long, flowing black hair, kind of pale, standing there, waving to you guys. But you got to get through these guys first. So, Troy, you look at the thing. There's no there's no keypad. Uh, you got one more action. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I guess, attack one of the uh, dudes with my uh, SMG. Go for it. Uh, 38 pass. You, he rolled a 53. So, uh, roll your damage, man. Smoke him. It's like 5d10. Right? Uh, I don't know if it's that good. Let me double check. Is. SMG is pretty good. Is it 5d10? Yeah. Uh, 4d10. 4d10. Yeah. I have it up. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I see that SMG 4d10. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. So, two, three, four. Uh, seven, seven, zero, zero, 34 damage. You're just like, and you just riddle one with bullets and he just like drops. Hell yeah. It's a good yeah. Thank you. You got, you got one down. Uh, Double tap. Doom, doom. Moonstone. What are you going to do? Uh, I guess I'm going to take out my vibrating machete and see if I can, uh, like, I want to like hit one to the side, right? Like just out of my way. Okay. And then run towards, because you can do two actions. You can hit him, kind of like run around him. Yeah, to get yeah, the I want to get okay. past. Yeah, All right. yeah. To where the woman is beckoning you? 
the ghost woman? No, I just am heading towards the way out. If that's the only other way out of this room. Okay, then yes, that way. I don't like people. Totally not reality. I think she's she's here to help us, but I don't like people. Okay. Mold it. What do I roll? Combat? Uh, Combat. And if you have training from military, I would say- Oh, we all have a plus five with a friendly Marine nearby. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, add five to that too. Sorry about that. Yeah, you're welcome, motherfuckers. Oh, okay. Oh, I have to do math. Okay, 51, 61. Okay. Friendly Marine. Uh, success. All right. Uh, you get him because uh, he rolled an eight and 90. Uh, so okay. roll your vibe shetty damage. 35. Vibe shetty. 14 points of damage. You slice him really good. Uh, he's still standing, but you, you slice him like kind of out of the way. You take an arm off and it's kind of like, and, and you just, you manage to kind of like circle around him before a claw can get at you. And you're booking to that hallway, I assume. Yes. Okay. All right. Tuesday. Tuesday's only weapon is a trank pistol. Okay. So Tuesday is going to try and fire at the one that you have Doc a... Moonstone did not hit to try and okay. knock it out. You have All a right. stun baton? What is a stun? You have a stun baton? It's a yeah, stun baton. Not a prod, basically. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Tuesday doesn't want to get close to these guys. Yeah. They want to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like they might be made of metal, though. That might be, they might be conductive. They're they part, look like yeah, flesh infused with weird alien metal. They also look like they were human at one point in time. That's probably the freakiest thing about them. They're like cyborgs, man. They bled, right? Yep. A weird... Kind of a blackish blood. Okay. It did not hit. Okay. Super Uh, You you just like shoot at one. It misses. Uh, There's a wounded one. And there is a okay one uh, that gets to go. Uh, So the A-OK one... Do I get a second action? Oh, yeah, you do. I'm sorry. You got two. I apologize. Uh, they yeah. are just going to run towards the door after Moonstone. You run, book around it, book around yeah. after Moonstone, after yeah. the one that's wounded. Uh, fine. I'm going to say that um, the okay one's going to go after Troy. It's going yeah. after Troy. Yeah, so uh, it's going to probably be, would you want to defend yourself and arm hand-to-hand, or do you want to just let your armor do it? Honestly, my, my arm hand-to-hand uh, with military is uh, is only three points lower than my armor but I get to do damage if I beat him. So I'm going to go close combat or, or you know, whatever uh, combat yeah. defense. Roll your, clo- roll your close combat. Okay. Ooh. One sec. You rolled a 17. Yeah, I rolled a 69. So I think I'm going to get my uh, nice. ass kicked right now. <laughs> All right. Look, someone had to say it. Mm. Giggity. 69. 69. Dick joke. Giggity. We did it. Guys, yeah. dick joke. 15 oh damage. Boy. He just he just like slices at you. Uh it doesn't quite get through your armor, but you can just a little bit kind of nicks through you. You can feel it. It hurts pretty bad. Uh 15 damage. Okay. And then is does my armor absorb any of that or no? That's just nope. against my HP. That's, that, yeah, it's, yeah, that's just to protect you from getting hit. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Got it. So uh, the other one with one arm is going to take a swipe at you as you run by Tuesday. Yep. Uh, but I'm going to say that he's going to have a hard time hitting because he only has got one arm. So I'm going to I'm going to be nice to you. Uh, and I'm you know so what? Sorry, I roll. <laughs> no, you don't have to roll. Oh, uh, I he, don't roll. It's just my roll the seventy-eight. He failed. Uh, okay, so cool. yeah, I, he's not going to succeed even if you fail. Sick. So we'll just we'll just we'll be nice and say that. I don't know if that's exactly the rule, but again, we're rushing things along. Your turn. 
Captain Daniels. Hey, I'm gonna attack the uh, one that is attacking McQuiblets with my right. vibe Don't shitty. fucking shoot it. It's attacking you. Shoot the other one. I'm not shooting it. I'm stabbing it. It's attacking you, and it just it just hit you. You're hurt. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I just thought you were shooting at it when it was no, engaged no, in melee combat with me. No, like, I'm, I'm macheteing it in the back. <laughs> Beautiful. That works. Okay. Ah, fuck. Ah, miss. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got two actions. I'd say you can take another one if you oh, want. Okay, you yeah, rolled double, a 63 that time. Double slash. <laughs> Much better. I hit 25. <laughs> you rolled a 29, so I'll say good for you. Uh, roll, roll the damage. Hey. 2d10, I think, right? Vibe Shetty, 2d10, and hacks off limbs. Yep. I got a... I was like a 66, because I'm on the percentile. That's 12. <laughs> oh, all right. You slice, you slice really good into its side, kind of under its arm, into its rib cage. Uh, take a really good chunk out of it. It's still standing, but it's hurt really bad. Everybody wants to. I'm just going to yell toward the two running. I'm like, stay together. <laughs> Keep uh, roll speed again, everyone. Ring yeah. The 20. Okay. Fast. Fail. <laughs> fail. Okay. You, so the two runners failed. Rin, how'd you do? 20. Passed. Passed. Troy? I got a 33, which is a critical success. All right, beautiful. Uh, so I'm going to say you get to go first, Troy, then, since you got a critical success. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, kick him out to uh, create a little bit of distance between us, mm -hmm. and, that, and then I'll shoot him. So for, like, I, I guess I don't know if I can shoot, like, right next to me. Um, uh, yeah, I, I see. You're going to push him. I'm going to let the push be part of the kick be part of your action. So, yeah, roll okay, for perfect. it. Man. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we'll go uh, 37. That is a success. This he fails. Roll your damage. Okay. Nine nine two zero. So thirty. Shoot the shit out of him. You just blow its head right off. Fucking light him up. Yep. Samurai kick his ass and then fucking blow his brains off. Yep. And I'd say that. So the kick and the and the and the shot. That'd be your two actions then. Yeah. Uh, Captain Daniels. All right. I'm going to whirl around, and I don't know if I have to move to reach the wounded one or if it's close enough that it doesn't take a move, but I'm attacking. Close enough, close enough like a five-foot step sort of deal. spin around and hack at that one. Go for it. That was a terrible miss. I will take my second action to hack at it again. <laughs> he failed He failed his roll, too. but uh, Oh, he really <laughs> failed his roll this time. He rolled a 90. So. Critical hit, 11. Oh, nice. Uh, roll and double that shit. I don't know if that's a rule, but I'm making it one now. <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately flash back to, to my combat times. Just <laughs> oh, real quick, uh, Christian. Christian, yeah. real quick. Yep. So each weapon has a critical ability. Oh, so yeah. the vibe shetty is hack off limb. It doesn't. It doesn't do double damage though. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, cool. Thanks, Troy. Because I don't oh. like to always look those things up. As so that's go. six damage, and I cut off its other arm. <laughs> uh, you can cut off if you want to go to the head, because that'll do it. All right. Yeah. Whack. Just. Yeah bat that out of here boom done they're all down guys fuck i'm gonna grab one the severed arm i'm gonna okay. yell back at mcquiblets like keep moving keep moving and i yell the scientist's head slow up stay together are you carrying a severed arm you're I welcome yeah that's what we needed yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm gonna look kind of rich, baby. That's tight as hell. So you get uh, you get to you guys turn as you see that you, you she's gone. What you saw is gone. The girl. Oh, the girl. I was like, the bodies hey. are gone. I was like, oh. no, 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 no. The girl, the girl that they saw, everybody saw her this time. Is she's gone. I love how my uh my one fucking spur on my boot is just dripping with alien blood. The one, oh, the <laughs> kick, yeah. <laughs> if you had if you had critical fail, I would have said it was stuck in him. It might not be alien blood. They look awfully human. <laughs> they look samples of that. Yeah. You could scan it real quick if you want to. No, run, run. Time, man. I've got a whole <laughs> arm. <laughs> All right, so you head down the hallway. You you enter this hallway and you see a straight shot and you you've gotten used to like very darkness a lot of darkness in here you see down the hallway light like a glowing yellow light that was not there before no this is a different hallway you don't think that you've uh, you've Been gone down before. down before oh wait this is a different hallway how did that Gee, happen I thought we were still on track the way we, we came we still are track we see the light you down were there. you hadn't gone down this way before. Uh, I mean, it's a long I, hallway. You walk through the me, room. You didn't see it that time. Now you're seeing some light. I, as an RPGer, know that the way out is going to be locked. But <laughs> really? Oh, uh, we are running out of time. I don't know. Uh, I'm the captain. I say, uh, stick to the course. <laughs> Got Keep it. Running back the way we came. Hey, can I do something cool for a cinematic effect here? Go for it. So remember how I said I kept having flashbacks when I was in that dream to like a beautiful field and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Can that light be like, the light from the can field. I go into <laughs> a flashback rays. right now? Yeah, you have a flashback. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like the golden sun and your very nice planet you lived on with golden wheat fields. And women walking. So through. I kind of, I stop, I, I slow jog, stop running. And I just kind of angle my weapon down at the ground and I just start walking towards the light. And you hear in your head, help me, don't leave. Fuck, McQuiblets! McQuiblets, fall in! <laughs> 86 McQuiblets. <laughs> Are you going to ah. keep going, Rind? Yeah, that means I'm out of stock. That means we don't have McQuiblets anymore. He's We're out, 86 McQuiblets. <laughs> yeah, I keep walking towards the light. Fuck, I am going to turn around and run back toward McQuiblets. <laughs> I don't leave people behind. This is my crew. Okay, what are you two doing, doctors? Following the captain, man. Okay, so you follow. McQuibbitz walks, is walking. He gets to the doorway. Uh, and when you enter the doorway, you see, uh, the first thing you see is you enter the doorway and you catch up to him just as you get to the doorway, Captain Sydney. Yeah. And the first thing you see is this this room has a lot of, of, of very similar tanks to, to the ones that, you know, your cryo tanks, basically like tanks filled Ooh. with liquid. Uh, some of them are empty. Some of them have things in them. Uh, but the first thing you see is light streaming through this thing that you think is like almost like a rug strung up between two metal poles and there's light coming through it. And it's, there's a golden light in the room, but it's filtering through whatever this is, uh, very (laughs) interestingly. And it does look pink and healthy. Fucking skin! It's fucking skin! Ah, and it is indeed skin. Yes. Oh, fuck. And it I'm seems grabbing, to be hook. You touching it? No, I'm grabbing the back of equivalent's like collar, and I'm fucking yanking him back. <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as you put your hands on me, I snap out of it. Okay. You look around, but you look around, and you guys catch up, and now you all see there's there's a skin like between two pillars, like strung up, 
and it seems to be attached to some sort of monitor. And looking around this room, you see next to it, there's a skeleton. Uh, but the skeleton, the bones aren't like, you know, like the dried out bones, like in your high school biology class or like, you know, super clacky. These ones look healthy. And they also seem to be hooked up to some sort of monitor. And you see a complete digestive tract in a tank. And you see a complete brain stem, eyes, and spine in a tank. All look human? Yes. Rosa, are you Our scientists that? just walked in on their scientists. Yep. <laughs> I asked Rosa if she sees all of this. Uh, Rosa's like, what the fuck is that? I'm going to slap the quiblets on the helmet and say, pull it together, move. And I'm going to try to run, like get everybody going back the way we need to go. It's As you do, the, the door behind you goes. <laughs> and you're looking at, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm going to pick on you Tuesday. You're looking at this brain tank. And when you do the eyes, like look at you. Hey. And you see the monitor next to it, like beeps. Hey, buddy. Do you understand me? Can you help us get out of here? One bump if yes, two if no. I was going to say, what if one bump means no? (laughs) Okay, uh, can... Try doing more than one bump. Mm-mm. Okay, okay. System. Uh, <laughs> can I you help up. us get out of here? Mm. Are you Dr. Lestrange? Mm. One of the other crew members. <laughs> okay. No, one is yes. One is yes. yes. Oh, this is Dr. Lestrange. Captain you want to be put out of your misery. We'll be right back. Mm. Mm. I don't care about people. <laughs> How do I kill you? Shoot it. The eyes look at, there's a, um, you see a bank of like computers in the back. Don't touch it. Hendrix, don't touch it. I, why? Because clearly we're not here alone. Those things that we killed there could Might be know more that we're of here that. if we set an alarm off. I mean, the door closed. Something knows we're here. Something knows we're here. But how else do we get out? I'd rather not make them angry. Not by killing her, probably. Well, strange. How many hostels be for each one that you've counted? Mm. Fuck. It's not useful. Okay, shit. Are there I'm any other doors? The, I'm going to go look at the computers. Okay. Um, I mean, they're screens. It's, they're higher than you because whatever these aliens were must have been really, really big. Uh, and so, you know, you kind of have to like tippy toe up to look at them. Uh, there's monitors, more of that language. It, it almost looks like, like the screens built in aren't glass like we would use. It's just more of the metal, but it just kind of lights up and you can see things. Uh, that light then writing is like flashing and there are just really some readings. You can read a heartbeat monitor because her heart's like beating in a tank. You think she's a little girl? You think she had black hair? You know, you were in Captain Lestrange's quarters. Uh, you've seen pictures of her. Now that you think back of it, it's her. Hmm. 
Shit, she's like psionic now. Are there are there other ways um, out of here? Like, mm. no, 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 no. Like, do I see in this? Oh room? yeah, yeah. You yeah. see, um, you see, and two more doors actually. Two more doors. Left and right. Left and right. Right is tight. Yeah, dull blue glow coming from the one on the right. Right is tight, dull baby. Blue glow coming from the one on the right. All right, so like from where our exit was, right? Mm -hmm. Can I? And we just went like kind of leftish towards a weird light, right? Mm -hmm. And these two doors, the one on the right, is kind of closer towards the exit direction, spatial awareness wise. Uh, possibly. Maybe there's non-Euclidean geometry going on in here. You don't know, but it's spatial uh, awareness, right? Like in, in human terms, yeah, you would think so. <laughs> yeah, Sarah, this is I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got a weird blue light. You can go take a peek if you want. You know, McQuillis was fucking around with the detonator thing. <laughs> can we rig the room to blow once we're out? Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. She looks very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, happy, I was just thinking thing. like, she's been helping us and we've just figured that out. So if we can blow it once we're clear. Well, I've got a charge that should, uh, we, we could extend it a little ways and I could hook it up to one of my rags to be this, like a delayed this uh blue light there's like a is there like a crack underneath the door oh the door's open it's just blue light coming from there oh that's worse okay drag out <laughs> <laughs> you get a peek in there okay uh so you go over there Jeez. and you look in and you see uh there are three much larger tanks okay Two of them are empty, and in the middle one uh, is something you would estimate to be about 12 feet long. It's floating in a, in a fetal position. Uh, it's got a very elongated head with four eyes, a big pair and a smaller pair, very long like teeth, front arms like a scorpion, and like two additional sets of legs and a very long tail that you think would probably curl up over its back for balance, but it's kind of curled in a fetal position. It's got the same metal going on that you saw in the other, what you think were humans that you just killed, mm. like kind of roping through its musculature. And it seems to be in some sort of stasis in that jar. Uh, yeah, I'll just uh, consider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm trying to think of a way that we can kill Lestrange once we're out. <laughs> I mean, I have frags. She keeps, like, if you look at her eyes, she's looking at that computer bank of computers. I mean, she's been here for a while. Maybe she knows how to use it and she can communicate with one of us. Um... You've also established a code of communications. Yeah. You can ask her yes or no questions. Yeah. Is there a way here. to shut you down from this computer. Mm. Can right. we put it on a timer? Mm. Kind of see the eyes look at the frag grenade. What did I say? <laughs> but I mean, like, that's not going to give us enough time to get out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's up to, to, to rig it somehow. Yeah. We have, I'm trying to think, figure out how we can rig mm. something it's to blow. Cord. That like gives us enough time to clear the to clear the thing. Listen, I've got an improvised AED deck cord. 
I also have, let me see what else I've got here. So maybe we can, maybe we can do something with this computer that the computer will initiate the detonation and she can control the computer or the beepy thing. No, I mean, I think, I think if she knows how the computer works, we can just program in like a detonation time. I mean, Hendrix, your computer lady. <laughs> I will say this, all right, because, you know, I want to, I promised Troy time for time purposes. Uh, if she know, wouldn't have known how to kill herself, she probably would have in the 120 years she's been here. Yeah, but she doesn't have like a physical form, right? No, uh, but she, she apparently has some sort of control over the area, but she doesn't have complete control because otherwise those things wouldn't have attacked you, right? I look at you guys and I say, hey, listen, if we fuck with this computer, it might open up the other tank over there with the big thing in it. And I don't think that thing's going to be friendly. So, Rin, and sorry, not Rin, that's my name. Uh, <laughs> you in the stretched skin and brain in a jar. How about we just, how about we just slice up your head a little bit? Hmm. Yeah, there we go. I walk over the No, 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 wait, wait, wait. McQuiblets. She knows the way out and she's obviously been able to communicate with us at range somehow. Uh, Question for the doctors here. I know you have examination kits that have some chemical compounds, medical compounds. Can we put something in the solution that will take a a little while to dissolve and then it will kill her? I don't know, DM, can I do that? Sure, why not? My kit has Automed pain pills and Stimpaks. Yeah, it's just a brand. It's not like we have to poison an entire human body. Like it's yeah, you can, pretty you direct. Can write, you can OD her on something. Impact. Yeah, just something put like five and, of them in there. Yeah. Okay. And maybe we can just rig up something that'll uh, like burn down and drop it in the solution. Or we could put something that'll dissolve a little slowly around the pills and then they'll dissolve that sort of yeah, thing. I would say a little time. if you use, what what skills do we have uh, available to us to do something chemistry related? I mean, so, I, mean I have explosives. Biology. Explosives, explosives would do it for the dissolving and the biology part would be the, the poisoning. So why don't we- Yeah, poison, we encase it something that'll po- take a little while to dissolve. Poison. Ren, you roll, you roll a roll to uh, do the um, do the explosives. Yeah. I want to look at the other door. I want to poke my head out. It's just the hallway. Could I? Um, that's not gonna. You can take your time and try and again. Can we? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> I, well, I passed. It's... I got a forty on mine. Good, you're I, good. I got it just barely um, 65 over 58. Oof. Oof. I'm going to let you push. Here's, here's, we'll make a deal. We'll do a Call of Cthulhu thing. Uh, you can push to do this. I'll uh, take a stress if I have to. I don't care. Yeah, why the hell not? We'll do a stress. And then they'll, I will come up with some sort of consequence if you F this. Seriously, Sarah? <laughs> not only, Christian. Not only did I fuck it up, but I rolled it's a 69. How about we just, we killed her too yeah. soon. She just. Yeah, yeah we put it together. We think it's going to work. Maybe it kills her too soon. Maybe it doesn't Here's kill her. Maybe thing. it only half kills her. We don't you know. You came up, you created a, a solution that you think is going to work. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We it's it with the Here's the thing. thing. You know for sure it's deadly. Yep. All right. You don't know how long or any of that stuff, right? <laughs> Like this will fuck a brain up, man. Right. This is she'll if go she out, doesn't die, she, she won't will, know who or she what will she is. Probably go out really happy, but you just don't know how long that's gonna take. So how are we rigging this thing up? 
That's up to the explosives, man. Yeah, how you doing that, Rin? Gonna make like a drip thing? Yeah, I imagine, yeah. or like uh, just something like we light a little thing that's gonna burn slowly and then drop it. It's gonna it, burn you know? it off and then drop it in? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. So that's that's what we set up. Uh, for the sake of time, we'll say that you do that. Uh, she is looks kind of happy about that. And then- uh, All you right, see, just help us get out of here before it's too you late. You see her figure, you see a little girl. Standing not in the blue area, but in the other hallway. Ah, same, Captain. You all see. Her. You all see her. New plan. Follow the girl. She just starts running. Follow the girl. We hustle. As you're running, as you leave that room, you hear a crash. Yep. And yep. a big it's roar. Out. And you see that computer bank. The last thing you see, because I'll say you're the last one out, Hendrix. You see that computer bank she kept looking at light up. And you hear that crash and that roar and something's coming after you, but you hear as you're running that door shut and you hear something banging on it and you're running and you keep running down the hallway. She's following you and you run and you're running through all these hallways and you almost all get lost because this place is big and confusing, but you get somehow back to that main door. And you're running down it and you see her and she's standing right by the doorway, like kind of waving you out. How do we open it? Is it open? It's open. Okay. And then you're running, you're running and you just, let's say like 15 feet away from this door behind you on one of the side doors, just a big crash and a clang. And you see that thing come through it right behind you guys. Everybody roll roll a speed check. Oh God. One. <laughs> You're good. You fail. Fail. I got. A, I rolled fail. a thirty-eight. And God, I- you guys suck. All right. What about you, Rin? Critically failed. Rin completely failed. All right. Critically uh, failed. Critically. Critically failed. Okay. So it crashes. Oh, no, you fall. You. Cra- yeah, that's exactly what happened. It crashes behind you. It's. It's not going to be right on you. Uh, it is at least a turn away from you. Uh, but you fell, you turn around because you hit a crash and you trip and fall right on your ass, Rin. Uh, Sydney, you, you're you good. You you see, you turn, you see that thing. You're like, what the fuck? And you just keep booking it. You two turn, you're like, Tuesday's like, ooh, an alien. And, and is excited about seeing it. Uh, and Moonstone, I, yeah, you do take a picture. I don't know what, how it happens to you, but you're slow too. You turn around and you're like, oh. Uh, but this thing, this thing is behind you. It crashes through and it's kind of like, you know how like when a dog like tries to take, or a cat tries to take a corner like too fast, and like when it's like carpeting and it's like legs gave out, it did that thing and it kind of slammed on its ass on its own. So it gets up now and it's coming after you again. I'll give you all one more chance to get up and get the fuck out of there. Roll speed again. Well, I you're good. So you're going to make it. You're going to make running, it. I am going to call Rosa on the comments and say, Rosa, point the ship at, point the laser, the, the laser cutter at the doors of the ship. Get ready nice. to fire when we when All right. we're enemy in pursuit. Get the laser pointer aimed toward the doors. She's like, oh fuck. And right. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Uh how we doing? How do we make people who failed? Failed. Jesus Christ. Okay. Wow, I, 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 Dr. I did Louisa, pass this time. I got an 18. Dr. Okay. Louisa fucking came back for me. My speed is 26. I rolled a 25. Nice. Oh, All right. This uh, bitch. Wait, okay, here's what's gonna happen. You succeed. Yeah, no, I know. Here. No, I know. No, oh. I with with my Call of Cthulhu character, it was always I succeeded succeeded by the skin of my fucking yes. teeth, or I did horrible. Yeah, that's all she ever did. It was amazing. Yeah. 
I succeeded yeah. again, which is I succeeded the first time. If I can stop at the doors and take out my flare gun, I'm going to try yeah. to buy the moonstone Perfect. who's flailing it. That is, on that the is what we're going to say. So, Rin, <laughs> you managed to get up off your ass, and I, I don't think you want to shoot at this thing. Uh, so what, what would you like to do? I'm not telling you what to do, but go for it. So hear me out, right? Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Troy, what are you going to do? Okay. This is what I'm thinking. Whenever, certain, whenever Troy says hear you out. He's like, I whip out the expired fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no. Here's what I'm thinking, ready? I'm thinking, yep. like, it's chaos. Everybody's so close to the door. <laughs> I just busted my ass. Like, I'm on the ground. I think I scramble to my feet, and as I do that, I turn around. And I'm like screaming at you guys, like run, run, run. And I'm trying to like backpedal, run mm -hmm. backwards in my big ass heavy battle armor and shit. So I'm not mm -hmm. moving super fast. And I go to just light this thing up and I just hear like a click. And, and I realize that I've got nothing left. I've got no ammo. And I just like wave you guys off, like go, 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 get to the ship. And then I just drop the fucking gun and I just like, I just fucking stand there and just whip out this katana. This. You're gonna go down this. You're gonna go down the samurai. Equivalents. Okay, he's gonna die like a samurai. All right. Uh, what are you guys doing? Is that, is that what you want to do, Troy? You want to go out? That is what I want to do, brother. Okay. Well, I mean, realistically, I'm gonna obviously murder it with my tongue. But you know. Yeah. All right. So, what, what do you guys want to do? I mean, I'm trying desperately to get out there, but my short little legs are just not. <laughs> I'm right, already you, in the doorway, so I'm going to fire my flare gun at the monster and hope it buys people more time. Maybe you roll, you roll, roll, fucking quiblets. <laughs> roll your flare gun. <laughs> I was like, fuck this thing. 21. Ah, almost 22. <laughs> that is a success no matter what set I'm using. Uh, you succeed better than it does. So, uh, yeah, roll flare gun damage. I don't know what flare gun damage is. Uh, 1d10. Fuck. Seven. <laughs> Fire the flare gun at it. Uh, you, you shoot it and you hit it and it seems to hurt it. McQuiblet! And it, it, it does slow it down a little bit. Uh, Tuesday, booking out front. Uh, yeah, no, Tuesday's running to the ship. They want to get in and they want to get out. Right, you're out. You're out of the place. So you're good. Uh, you're just on the way to the ship. Next turn, we'll see you get on the ship. Yep. Uh, it is going to go after... Requilets. Uh, Yo, combat. I'm going to fight this thing. Requilets, All right. You dumbass. Go for it, man. 51. I do pass by one point, but it probably passes <laughs> by more. It, it rolled a 16 on a 60. Yeah. Yeah. It beats me by more. Damn. It's fine. So, uh, going to rip McQuiblets in half. Seven, six, I strafed left when I should have strafed right, guys. Yeah, 13 and 8 is... 21. 21 damage. Okay, I'm still up. All right, it slices into you, bro. Uh, but you're standing. <coughs> you are standing. Uh, okay. So that is its turn. Moonstone, you get out the door. Oh, you just failed, but you're good. So you're out the door and you're booking it. I, I, you guys I'm going to remove from this, I guess, now, because you're just heading for the ship. Yeah. Sydney, you're sticking around and you're running. I'm going to stay one more round to try to convince right. McQuibbles to fucking run. I say Roll Rosa speed. has the door covered. Run, McQuibbles. Run. Roll <laughs> speed. And then I'm going to fuck 29. Okay. Pass. Right? Yep. Yeah. I yep. Right. Roll your speed, McQuibbles. Okay, McQuibbles speed. 
God damn it. I'm fucking doing terrible, 80 now. Okay. It's on you again, man. One more time. Oh, wait. Do I get to fight it or no? Yeah, you get to fight back. I mean, did I just skip my turn or no? No, you roll initiative every round. So you're going to... You, oh, you, I just go after it goes. I got you. Correct. Yeah, yeah. So luckily for you, it completely misses. Rolled an 84. Okay. Well, I, I'm combating it. So it's against my combat, right? I have to yep. see if I beat So that. let's see if you succeed. You would do damage to it with, with your Vibor Blade if you succeed. I do, I do succeed. Not critical, but I do succeed. I got a 30. Roll. Roll, man. Fucking ignoring me. Do I shoot him with my rigging gun and try to drag him out is the question. Uh, 11. 11 damage. That would probably hurt him. Okay. It is. It it is, hurt him. But it's hurting. It's hurting bad. You, you slice it pretty good. It's hurting bad. You will get to go again because that wasn't your turn. So, uh, but I'm going to say, Captain Daniels, what do you want to do? Let's do I'm yelling you at you. Go, Captain, go, 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 go. But go. it'll definitely catch him and eat him. I can't drag him faster than that thing can run. There's no fucking way. Mm. So I'm just going to be like, like, fuck it, McQuibbets. Ship's gonna leave without you, and I'm just gonna fucking. I'm gonna go. I have to leave him behind. He's with. He's he's right. in his crazy marine mode. So I'm I'm gonna book it toward the ship and keep on the comms with Rosa and be like, uh, McQuibbets may or may not come running out of these doors. Be ready to fire. <laughs> okay, uh, McQuibbets, your turn, man. Both actions, katana. Go for it. Thirty six. So that's passed on back. the first one. Uh, all right. And... It it rolled a fourteen. Oh, okay, that's right. We're combating. Uh, okay, so it attacks me then, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, ooh. 28. Okay, I'm still up. How are you still up, dude? Jesus Christ. Okay. I had 82 hit points. Damn, you are a Marine. All right. I have more hit points than you, bro. <laughs> it slices you. Uh, Tuesday and Moonstone, you're on the ship. Yeah. Wait, you're good. Uh, so I get two actions, though. So yeah, I get you to get to go again. Go again. Go for it. Okay. We still have this arm, right? Seven. I do still have the arm. Uh, this <laughs> rolled a 20, so you, you get it. You got it. Roll. All right. Rolling damage here. Uh, 15. Okay. Um, it's dead, Troy. How do you kill it? Man, I just... Uh, fuck. <gasps> I feel like this thing has just been shredding my armor and stuff. I'm going to say, like, it comes in... Mm-hmm. And it just starts like it just pushes its like claws into that chest plate that I have that's already messed up from the the explosion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I like I push my body into it a little more and its claws dig deeper into my chest. But as I do that, I just bring my sword straight up into its skull. It's nice. like effectively the guy that pulls himself in on the spear so he can stab the guy with his sword. Perfect. That's uh, and you do, and you're the bottom. So it goes in the bottom of its head, and I picture the top of the vibro blade coming out right in between its four eyes. Hell yeah! And this like disgusting green like shit like spews out of it all over the front of your armor, and it just kind of like convulses and drops and chucks you towards the door, and you just kind of you I'm fall coming. you fall oh, right I'm at the entrance to you fall right at the entrance to the door, and it's like thrashing and smoking behind you, the body. And you just you kind of stand up and you look back and you see, you know, the darkness and, and the, uh, within the darkness, you see standing just out, just at the edge of what you can see. You see that little girl standing there and she just gives you like one last smile and then just winks out. Fuck yeah. And then you walk out 
and you're covered, you're like extremely wounded and covered in blood. And as soon as, like, prepare the med bay. And as soon <laughs> as you walk out, as soon as you walk out that door, just does that membrane thing behind you and closes right up. Hell yeah. And you guys Hell are good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. God damn. My I thought I was literally considering <laughs> shooting you with my rigging gun to pull you away. Listen, oh. even if I didn't kill it though, I was gonna ask for dramatic effect if when it dropped me, if I could just rip out my fucking grenade belt with six grenades and just pull one of the pins. Yeah. Pull it <laughs> yeah. I would have let you do that for sure. That would have been epic. So there you go, guys. That was mothership. Damn, oh, son. God. We all lived. We lived. We did. I was not expecting that. Whoa. I got an arm. With Tuesday's <laughs> horrible stats, I was so ready for them to die. Whoa. Yeah, Tuesday, I, don't say I never got you nothing. Dude, <laughs> got me a fucking arm. <laughs> I usually only kill people who do really stupid things. Yeah, you guys didn't I, play I, stupid, so you did good. So that was Mothership, everyone who's watching still. Thanks for watching. Uh, Mothership is from Tuesday Night Games. Uh, it's a great little indie uh, indie publisher. Actually, the guy who made it did everything, illustrated it and, and edited it and everything and set it out himself. Uh, they actually have a, um, I would say one of the things that's, that's negative about it is it's a 44-page rule book. It's a very old school game. A lot of the calls you have to make on the fly, and you've seen me do some of that. Some of the rules I probably got wrong, to be honest with you, because I want to just keep things flowing. Uh, I used two books, that book, which was pay what you want on drive for RPG and something called dead planet, which had some information about making monsters, uh, the last alien monsters based upon stuff like that in that book. Uh, that's like seven bucks on drive through RPG. Uh, currently the rule book is available as a free download on their website, Tuesday night games or mothership RPG.com. They are coming out also with a Kickstarter. Uh, I think it's going to launch in November, which is going to have a better warden's book with more information about how to design uh, adventures in it. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check it out. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this. What do we have coming up next, Sarah? Yeah. So next Friday will be the release of the new episode of our podcast, where we talk about running horror in RPGs. Um, and then after that, on the 15th, Amber is running us and I can announce this now our first special guest guest appearance on the show yes uh, deborah cardello will be joining us for bluebeard's, uh, bluebeard's bride. bride after that the following friday will be the dms after dark uh modified roles podcast released on mystery and we will be ending on ending the month with uh rainy the person's triumphant return not rainy the android as uh, so he runs <laughs> us through kids on bikes which is like stranger things Randy the uh, awesome. never returning. Fuck that guy. Randy <laughs> <laughs> just uh, never gonna plug him back in again. I I did uh, text him and tell him that we shoved him in the closet, and he said, "Yeah, I probably deserved it." So he's aware. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is all for all of us tonight at Mothership at DMs After Dark. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you have not let, yet listened to our podcast, Modified Rolls, there's two episodes out, and they're not that long because we get it. Podcasts are long. We're not. The, we're not those guys. We're okay. So give us a listen. We've got the new one coming out pretty soon. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Have a great one, everyone. Stay lovely. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. -bye.